Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to go in and fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true, but uh, this week we are actually talking about an ARG that we solved. Yeah, one that I did right for once. (laughs) Uh, Put it on the board. (laughs) Andrew gets one point. Uh, You're hearing some voices in the background. Let's just go ahead and introduce them. Uh, Riley, who are you? Hi, I'm Riley. My pronouns are he, they. You might know me from, from what we're talking about today. Uh, and Joe, who are you? I ask myself that question every day, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Joe, though. I use any pronouns. Uh, I, um, I don't know. Riley didn't actually say very much about who they are, so now I don't know how much to say about myself. <laughs> That's, I, I'm keeping it close to the chest today. I, you know, yeah. I put it all out there so often. But, Fill uh, the I mean, void, Joe. B- bare minimum is that I was involved with the ARG of, of today's discussion. <laughs> Great. So we got two guests that were involved in an ARG. Uh, and we're playing it real close to the chest. Thanks, everyone. Uh, what are your recommendations for the week? <laughs> uh, ba- Batman the Dark Knight, in which uh, Commissioner Gordon plays it real close to the chest and gets divorced for it. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Uh, listeners, as you may have gathered, uh, Joe and Riley here used to be the co- used to be the hosts of uh, Bed Bath and Bionicle, and then it turned uh, into something a bit odder. Um, this is the first time no otters involved. <laughs> this is this is the first time we get to interview people that made an ARG. So we're playing it uh, fast and loose with this. Um, how do we start this? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I didn't have to do any prep for this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, been... go ahead. It starts on, uh, what month is six? May 20th. That's June. Yes, June. No, the, you're thinking June. of June. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. June 28th, where I get a message from Joe that says, okay, for, sorry for just sending all my ideas to you today, but what is stopping us from making BB&B an ARG from here on out? And I respond, oh, now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I, I know that already answers, uh, I think, one of the questions I saw sent in. Um, but yeah, we had, we pivoted to Beyblade and then immediately got fucking bored of it. Um, <laughs> and that's, out the gate. And then I was like, what if we did this instead? And we did. So can you give us, for, for people at home that weren't a part of this ARG, can you give us a brief overview of what the game was? Or do we yeah. you want us to do that? Or how do you, how would what do you it's think? Your would fucking be best? podcast, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. You lead fans. us. Can, you let me let me zoom out and just tell you the whole BB and B experience. Um, that sounds good. We still don't know who named it, but it was a podcast called Bed Bath and Bionicle. It was either me, Riley, or Wheels, and no one cares to figure it out. Uh, but <laughs> it was, I think, Riley pitched. Riley gets hyperfixations every week, um, and sometimes <laughs> yep. they uh-huh. get enabled to make podcasts about them. Uh, one week, uh, it's been, uh, there was, it was during the first season of Interstitial that mm-hmm. Riley got hyperfixated on Bionicle and really wanted to make a podcast about it. Um, and I don't know the exact, like, mm. again, like, no one knows who named it, uh, but I think it was me who suggested, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll do that podcast with you. I, 
remember them fondly from childhood. Uh, and I think it kind of boiled down to like, oh, it would just be like a weird recap podcast where they explained it to me. Sure. Bionicle, I think, is inherently funny and very online kind of funny. And the real issue was that we could not line up our fucking schedules. Yeah. So, uh, Riley was like, I'm free Monday mornings. Like, that's, I'm like, uh, if you call me and wake me up before work, we could do it. And that just became the funniest gimmick <laughs> between us. Just, that's the mm-hmm. bit now. That that was the bit. <laughs> yeah. was, it, was, it was a wake-up call. And it went through a couple different ideas. I, I, I think I originally, uh, or not originally, but there was a point where I pitched not just Bionicle, like the show wouldn't be branded around it. It would be other things. Mm-hmm. So glad I didn't do that because it would still be going. But <laughs> yes. I, yeah, then that was the show. Riley called me, woke me up, and I learned about Bionicle as I got ready for work. Um, and uh, eventually I, after doing that for I don't even know how long, uh, and we started 50 having 50 episodes, right? It, it, like it ended up being 50. 50. I was trying to think of how many like how like like the length of time because i think it was around a year because we had sweeps week um and then we took breaks but uh eventually yeah episode 50 was uh me forcing the hand of like i'm gonna quiz riley and uh every time they get the answer wrong i'm gonna read the lore summarized so we i ended this the story of bionicle in episode 50 um it was a very triumphant moment it was great um but then <laughs> as soon as the as soon as the microphones went off and the episode was over i was like we can do something else this was like we we can do another mm-hmm. B property or something, and we decided to to do Beyblade, and uh, yeah, I think it was like four episodes, and we were like, this isn't this isn't fun the way it used to be. How do we how do we bring something into it? And uh, mm-hmm. it turned into turned into the ARG, which yes, went on through the podcast episodes and in the Orange Groves Discord. Um, I don't know how y'all if y'all want to break down any specific puzzles. I'm sure some questions we'll ask about them, but uh. I mean, it, it it wrapped up all the all the big revelations. I think were in podcast episodes, and that now it's over. Sounds right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, so I know um, Sean ran in with a question. Uh, what made you decide on the properties you did? I know that we got a couple of people that asked it and said like, "How'd you pick your bees?" I guess it started with B. <laughs> Yeah, we we started with the letter B and then went, what the fuck is a property with B? So honestly, the only one that I regret is the bouncer. Yes. Because there's fucking nothing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the, cause I think when we picked it, I was like, yeah, that's funny. Um, but like, yeah. the, I think the initial like decision, because I don't think, the, a lot of them ended up having thematic importance in the story we told, but that wasn't, when we started, Intended. that wasn't really, yeah, that was kind of something we built out of what we'd started. Um, sure. But, yeah, I've I think scrolled, we picked I've ones s- that were, like, funny. I scrolled back to, um, what is it, this, that same day as we're going through and talking about different B letters. And, like, uh, originally we have Ben 10, Bakugan, oh my God. Battletech, <laughs> Badam, <laughs> B-Daman? I don't know what that is. Bratz? B-Grayman probably is what it was supposed to be. It's Ballroom on was a thing. I don't know why yeah. I know that, but I do. I, yeah, think, we, we, I think the... We Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bakugan. 
Yeah, Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bionicle ended up replacing Ballroom Blitz, which was just going to be us talking God. about the song. Oh my Ballroom God! Blitz. I was you were so stuck on that idea, and I fucking hated it. <laughs> I really um, was, dude. It was the dumbest thing I think that was proposed. And there was a lot. Let me tell you, there was some dumb fucking shit proposed for this ARG. Yes, but um, because I I refused to do Ballroom Blitz, but I let you have Brady Bunch because you were so set on hiring people to play us. No, no, here's the thing. I'm looking at the chat right now. This is me talking like talking about uh, Ballroom Blitz and you you trying to get me off of it and then you sucks. say Riley Hopkins in all capitals, Bed Bath and Brady Bunch. <laughs> and I say, "Oh my god." <laughs> I know that I know that I think you were the one who pitched doing like I think your first idea was mm. to like do a scripted sitcom and then I mm-hmm. don't know when it turned into just having people play us but i know that like brady bunch was one that we picked or or maybe not picked but stuck with because it had like an episode ideas and i think battle toads was another one we were like we're gonna do the joke where we can't get past level three Mm -hmm. um which is like a rip off of some onion article or something i don't know but it's I, i remember reading something on twitter like oh like battle toads podcast can't get past level three or something um but <laughs> then then the idea was how the fuck do we make that into a podcast episode <laughs> yeah as we continue talking about it you brought up the what are the seven circles of hell <laughs> then, like, for yes, a second... i was trying to i was trying to justify the number of bees and how to process through them mm-hmm. and for it, a yeah, second we honestly happen. we honestly had it like we were going to do like sins with the different B seals for oh. a second. There. I don't think because we had a couple. Like I think so, Boruto was supposed to be Wrath or something because we didn't want to do it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley was angry with us. Yeah, so, I, that that wasn't an idea that really stuck. I don't like. I think we stopped trying to incorporate it. So for the audience at home, the way that the game kind of progressed. Yeah, I was going to say. Started, we I realized we kind of started going into this. Let's give an overview of the game itself. Um. The way that the game progressed was that after the wrap-up of Bed Bath & Bionicle, um, you, you all announced, hey, we're doing Bed Bath & Beyblade next. Got a couple episodes in, and then things started getting weird. And we end up finding, like, a map of Seal. So, what we learn is that uh, Joe is a, and... Is, it, we found out is an awful word for this, because they're, they're more <laughs> like uh, metaphorical sigils on a png file (laughs) yeah (laughs) with with different properties logos within them but joe and riley have been locked away in uh the bionicle hell basically which is the red star uh by an evil force known as biley bopkins um and in order to free them we need to proceed through these was it seven altogether it yeah. was seven. Yeah, it was Beyblade, Battletoads, Batman, the Brady Bunch, uh, Boruto, Bloodborne, the Bouncer, and Bed Bath and Bionicle. Yeah, so Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bionicle was the final one. Okay, um, so that then was they the second. To... Bloodborne was the final one. Yeah, Bloodborne. <laughs> was oh, the you're last right. One. You're right. You're right. Either way, we'd break through all of those seals in order to free our good friends, Joe and Riley, from uh, the Red Star, this Bionicle hell. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, if you all listen to Bed Bath & Bionicle, makes sense, I promise. (laughs) Because that was like like a big thing about, like, nothing that upset us when we finished Bionicle. It's like, oh yeah, when they die, they go to the Red Star, but then they can just come back from the Red Star. I was like, so nothing means anything. 
<laughs> that doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> so with all of that in mind, before we start diving into like different puzzles and different ways that you read the game, um, a transhumanist triad wrote in on Twitter and said, how much did you worry about the ARG aspects not being understood by the podcast audience? I worried about it. Not at all. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, 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 I said this before we started recording, but, like, Riley and I ran two different games. Um, because Riley mm-hmm. wanted puzzles to be cool and fun, and he wanted people to solve them. And I wanted the story to mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we somehow came together, and it happened. Uh, and I, and I, think, yeah. I think we both... I mean, I, I shouldn't speak for Riley when I say we're both satisfied, but I think we had fun, oh, good puzzles, and I think the story was good and means something. Mm-hmm. We found a, med- a middle ground between both of our wants that I think Which was really not easy. fucking worked. No, it it wasn't, but, like, that, like, uh, challenge of, like, working with these kind of, like, almost two diametrically opposed ideas and mm-hmm. making them meld together is so worth it. Like, I, you know I, what I, I mean? I agree in the long run, yeah absolutely i think um i i feel bad about it a lot because a lot of the process was riley having ideas and me saying well that can't work because a clue shouldn't come from from biley it has to come from botar or it's like little mm-hmm. details like that that i i mm-hmm. over obsessed about um it, which are good because that kept us like canon you know what i mean that kept yeah. our story straight which was incredibly important when you have such a weird high concept it's, yeah um it's yeah it was two two opposite forces that i in the long run work together but um i don't even think i, I just said the name biley and botar i don't think those have been spoken yeah i was gonna say we should yet. we should um, explain <laughs> biley <laughs> biley plop <laughs> yeah i don't can i so the thing about the beyblade episodes is they were weirdly chaotic like we were throwing shit at the wall not for the ARG's sake, but for our own sake of making the mm-hmm. show. And there was one episode, the the episode that was, like, pivotal, I think, in the shift was the one that had, like, what was it, like, 16 minutes of Riley trying to Oh, movie? yeah. Yes. That was, um, that was my first episode of me uh, too. Bath and B. <laughs> it was, that, was... Was a, that was a big deal because people were talking about how absurd the opening was. Um, fun fact, Riley wasn't going to include that. I told them to. <laughs> they were like, yes. we put this. I was like, I was watching Naruto. I made some funny jokes. I'll, we'll put it up on the, the Orange Ghost Patreon as cut audio. And I was like, no, fucking include that shit. That's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you finally got a hold of me at 7 p.m. that night, you were so ex- you were screaming at me. You were so drained, and I and I decided to play the heel and just not give a shit, um, which you played off of by also being mm-hmm. more and more exasperated. Um, which this this show I think really tested like the anger as a character thing. Yes, um, but both in Bionicle too, because I I played up a lot of my exasperation in, in some of those mornings, um, mm-hmm. but uh. So that episode was great, um, and it was somewhere between that and the next one where we were trying to figure out the future of the show because, like, that performance piece was more fun than any of the like. Beyblade isn't inherently funny the way Bionicle is. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. we were struggling to make it funny. It was shit like Andrew from Argonauts, like weird things we could say about the media, and yep. at some point, like, we were trying to figure out how to turn what we'd already made of Beyblade like we were we were saddled with these first like few episodes that we I wanted to recontextualize and make important like I'm fucking Tetsuya Nomura but it uh, at some point I was like what if this what if this angry Riley just isn't Riley 
Um, what if, mm-hmm. what if, what if they're like, what if, what if that's the villain is this host that I'm with and I have to realize that they're a villain and not my good friend, Riley Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember where the name Biley Blobkins came from, but <laughs> I've, I've, I've posted it in the chat right now. It, I've, oh, I'm scrolling through our old chats right now where you go, this is the dumbest thing I'm ever going to suggest. <laughs> what, if, what if, what if the Riley that calls me is not the Riley I talked to on discord and then, like, you say, we, I say New Riley, you say Riley Nuva, and then I said, we'll call them Biley for short, and then you shout in all capitals, Biley Blopkins. <laughs> that tracks, yeah. This, again, same day that Joe messaged me and said, what if we do an ARG? All, which I'm all now of our lo- best ideas happened like, like fucking fireworks going off. <laughs> it was in between episode 52. We had been doing Beyblade for two episodes and said, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 53 head, is the first one. I was thinking one. it was like six episodes. Nah, I'm it like looking like at our timeline, <laughs> doing the math. And yeah, 51, 52. In between 52 and 53, we go, what if we're an ARG? And then 53 is the first one where we play into it. Yeah, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an audible shift where Riley is trying to be angry. Um, and then I think there's, I think it's when you started like replaying audio and replacing the intro was when mm-hmm. people started to think, is there, is there like, is that an accident? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think someone like added me and Andrew in the chat and we're, and we're like, Hey, can you guys like, look at this? Like what's going on? Is this anything? <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that like, we didn't have to push anybody. That was like, I think yeah. that's one of my favorite things. Well, luckily for you all, you had the two foremost experts on ARGs right there. <laughs> yes, this was, I mean, yeah, you, you had joined the network at this point, which is a valuable addition to making ARGs possible. <laughs> and you scooped us, like, right when you... we were going to launch our own ARG. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we learned were... that after the fact, yeah. It's so fucking funny. I don't, it yeah, is very there's, funny. There's I didn't learn it until, like, cut... way later, too. Yeah, there's some cut content for uh, the episode that we recorded with with Riley because we recorded with you like we reached out the moment that we realized that you all were doing an ARG. <laughs> and we were like, hey, do you yeah. want to come onto the show to like promote BB and B wink? Because um, like, you know, we had an ad for your all show in it. And, you know, mm-hmm. that was a we did it because you're doing that. But you, you also didn't want to do it like in universe. You want, didn't want to put mm-hmm. anything in the episode, which I agree with. Because of that, we have like 30 minutes of cut content. And a good chunk of that is Marn and I going, how fucking dare you scoop us? Holy <laughs> 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 Friday's feet to the fire. That's good. <laughs> well, the, be- we... the best part of that for, for listeners of the show, there's a point where Andrew gets sucked into the Red Star with us. And... We fucking we salvage one of your ideas, right? Like that's Wikipedia. Yeah. So yeah. we were we. I feel like we can get into this now. We had ideas yeah. for doing a game uh, for doing a game that was podcast based, um, and I think that like the brief pitch that we'd come up with was like, what if our trailhead is like a leaked podcast feed that is just Andrew's failed, like <laughs> podcast pilots. <laughs> And some of them would be, like, only half of a conversation. It's just my end of a conversation. Um, oh, I love that. Done as if someone else was there. Um, one of them was Wikipedia, which was just me. It was without the, like, the demon locking me in the red star <laughs> angle. But it was, what if I just, like, review horror movie? Was um, it? 
Was it one of them like a Game of Thrones podcast? We came mm-hmm. up with a bunch of just like bad ideas for podcasts. Um, I had a fake. Uh, I was going to. We were going to like hinge it around a fake D and D podcast um, called Tears for Spears. Oh wait, I, I oh, found yeah. our thing. Uh, Game of Thrones podcast, but we draw a different episode out of a hat every week, and we cover the episodes out of order. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had. Um, I was going to do a pilot for a show called. Uh, Everyone is someone's favorite, which is a thing that gets said about Pokemon. Um, so I was going to pretend that I like had to review a random Pokemon, uh, but I was going to do episode one about Maractus and be like, "Shit, what good thing is there to say about Maractus?" <laughs> oh, we were gonna we were gonna do one that was a parody of Hank Green's podcast, but it would be us oh reading Andrew's God. Twitter. <laughs> that one's aged real well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Joe, I'm looking here for a second. There was a chance instead of the bouncer, we could have done bleach. We hear you say bleach or the bouncer, (laughs) and we just we could have done something more interesting. We thought that the bouncer would be a comedy goldmine because, I mean, look at it, but it's not. Well, counterpoint: How much interest can you get out of bleach? I mean, there's a story (laughs) of nothing else. I don't know. I reread Bleach last year. I don't think there is. <laughs> so you kind of got to this in talking about how Joe was more involved in like wanting it to be a coherent story and Riley was more interested in it being puzzles and stuff. Um, that, that's probably a bad way of wording that. But L writes yeah, in and gets... says, what was the breakdown of work, puzzle creation, managing back end of things, etc. between the both of you like? I mean, all I would, the website... I would... I would, I'm, yeah, I, I was going to say, I forgot I did the website stuff. Because I was going to say, like, I don't know, 60, 35, and Riley doing more than I did. Yeah, it was like, we both, like, as far as planning goes, like, it was one of those things where, like, we we would plan things in DMs. And then, like, Joe did, Joe did like, the edits to the website. Like, um, we both shared the Biley account. Um, that, that answers a later question, too. It does. I muted the question thread so that way I would come in fresh. <laughs> the, the, I, I, I wanted to have some things in my mind ahead of that, time. That's a good point. But like um like the original brainstorming, like that was all both of us, but I would I remember I would put yeah, I would put together puzzles, Joe would like lore check them, and then we would both sit and watch. And sometimes like <laughs> Joe like and like Joe would also like help me with like the hush puzzles like we were oh, both God, working don't even on. Get me started on the goddamn hush puzzles. <laughs> hey, we'll hey, hush. so much. Hush is an awful book. Um, it's so bad. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, Riley did most of the puzzle making. I checked some of them, maybe most of them. I don't know where the line of most is, but I checked a lot of them to make sure they were solvable um with how we were intending them to be solved uh and then i would do a lot of like does it make sense to for that information to come from from this place Mm -hmm. or from this place uh just a lot of details like that to keep it consistent but i would say like that stuff the story stuff i think came in after hush um in terms of like me checking to make sure things came from the right places um because there was a point where we decided that things needed to matter and i think it was after botar died (laughs) Yeah. So, so who came up with the idea for Botar, and who came up with the idea that Botar was gonna die really early in the ARG? We didn't 
decide Botar was gonna die. Botar just died. Um, yeah, Botar. Botar just died like in like the the mess of chaos that was like that people chat. People realizing there it, was an ARG. Where a a well, it was like after the Chalice Dungeon had been made, and like uh, Botar was harassing somebody. I can't remember who. We were talking, like trying to convince people who like thought it would be fun to side with Bailey to like, oh, you should like kill Botar and like. Like, cause like they were trying to play both sides. And so we were like, oh, we'll kill Botar. We'll like, we'll like convince you to like, ah, yes, Bailey wants to kill Botar. If you will direct him, if you will direct them at Botar, he'll do it. And then they did it. And then Botar died. It was just like a, okay, shit. Now what do we do? See, I remember this cause I made a fake, uh, Botar Gmail account that I directed Bailey to. <laughs> very, very it was funny. Really, really good. <laughs> There was, oh, man, um, I kind of wanted to zoom out and explain more things so these words make sense to people. Um, yeah. yeah, we probably should. Uh, but I also just want to say that the, the Botar email is very, very funny. Um, but I'll, I'll return to that. Uh, and that's another case of, like, being in character in the Bailey Twitter, even though we could see the chat and we knew Marn was doing this. Um, mm-hmm. That's funny. But, uh, to, so Botar is the name that we keep saying. It's a character in Bionicle who, like, I don't know, they they guarded the Red Star. They guarded the pit. They ended up in the Red Star. Um, but I don't remember. I think we focused on him because his name was fun to say. Like, when we were doing Bed Bath and Bionicle. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we talked about him so much uh, for no real reason. And it's got a good mouthfeel to it. It does. We were trying to Botar. Botar. <laughs> trying like, to scrape Cardanui whole... for any content. Yeah, any it, was, joy. it was a real slog in, in the in the whole Bionicle story. But we liked Botar, and then he fucking died, and I think they animated his corpse or some shit. I don't remember. But there was the that was my big punchline in the quiz was telling like telling Riley to define one thing about Botar. Like that was my final question. It and it it ended up lining up perfectly. Where if they got it wrong, I ended the show. Um, mm-hmm. And they couldn't name anything about Botar. I, oh, I know. I said I was like, "Oh, that's like a Brotherhood of Bakuda." Nope. And you were like, "No, could not. <laughs> it could not be more wrong." That's a. That's. I'm just now realizing that was one of the questions on the final quiz. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Well. we'll, we'll okay. We'll, it's we like get there. It's like poetry. It rhymes. It's like poetry. Um. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, so at some point. Botar became a character in the ARG that was, uh, I think, I mean, for us, I, I think we wanted an excuse to give clues out and have mm-hmm. positive communication with the players, not just through Bailey's backhanded buffoonery. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, having Botar um, was like a good touchstone of like, oh, well, you know, I think at some point we decided that we were trapped in the Red Star um, and it would make sense if Botar was there and capable of interacting with us. And I think at some point Riley was just like, I have a phone I'm not using. I'll just put a number on it and then <laughs> use it for Botar. Mm-hmm. And everyone and like, got really attached to Botar. <laughs> which was something I could have never predicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking here, June 29th. I was like, who who's like making the podcast weird? Why is this happening? Like, is it just the red star? Is there an NBC leaving these messages? Yeah, and then yeah. You said, why, why Botar were, can be. It's why, funny. And why I were said, there clues in the episodes of Bailey is a bad person? That like that's the kind of thing that like birds a Botar. 
And that's the mm-hmm. stuff that really drives you, Joe, is figuring out, like, hold on, we need a reason for this to be. Yeah, I, I'm super obsessed with those details. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember when I decided to make the story about something, but it was probably earlier on than I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because we were like, well, all right, so, why, all right, so who's Biley? Cool, evil person making the podcast. Why? It is, I, I like to ask why to anything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Biley, Biley was evil and wanted to relive the podcast that was fun. Biley, Biley is kind of this, like, Biley is the worst part of both me and Riley, of, like, we mm-hmm. like doing this thing. We should just keep doing the thing, which is, a, like, mm-hmm. a thing that we both relate to, but we, like, exaggerated it into this villainous form that will, like, I mean there's only to some extent that making a podcast against your will is torture, but it's torture. Uh, and yeah, just like forcing people to make things that they don't want to make for the sake of, for the, for the sake of content, for the sake of, I don't want this show to be over. So we'll mm-hmm. run it into the dirt. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I mean that, that I, I think we figured that out pretty quickly. So it was very easy to, I don't, I, I guess role play as him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Go ahead. No, no, I can't remember what I was going to say. You. <laughs> no, I was going to say it was um, one of the things doing Argonauts is that, like, there are a lot of ARGs that don't have a theme to them. Yeah. Um, like, there's not a lot of, like, there's neat puzzles to sink your teeth into, but there's not a lot. Like, when it comes to thematics and, like, writing, there's just not a lot of meat on the bones in a lot of games. So it was neat to, like... Part of it is that, you know, being close to, like, that creative impulse to be like, well, if I'm not creating something, what am I doing? And, you know, like, yeah, like, being forced to create something even beyond where you, like, expect to be doing something. It's a cool theme to have in a podcast to the point that, like, when this game ends, our podcast can be over. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, I have to play a game to stop a fun podcast that I like. But it's good that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, that um, that's like all Joe, right? Like that's all you for like create like giving this a a funnel and a direction that I think has like makes it like one of the the more exciting stories that I get to be a part of is the meta story of like doing content for content's sake is only harmful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I'll take uh, I don't know if I'll take the full credit, but I'm I. Because it is a product of a thing that we made together. Um, True. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's something that I, I just personally care about a lot is, like, a, a thing being stronger for the decision to know when it's ending. And, I mean, I say this as a One Piece fan, but still, I, I think uh, it's just some, some things are more valuable when they are succinct, when they don't reach too far. And that was, like, um, when, when we decided to continue to do bed bath and and beyblade it was like that's a fun thing that riley and i get to do and it very quickly became not a fun thing to do mm-hmm. and i was like how do we keep it fun and then once it became an arg we were immediately were like well the show is over after this like we're not gonna <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's it, it would be against the whole premise to to continue it afterwards um but but yeah i think even like following interstitial season two it was just like knowing to call something good is just like it's it's difficult in 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 Mm -hmm. that creative space but it's also like 
very rewarding to be able to look at a thing and be like, this is good for, this is good. It didn't keep going until it wasn't because I think being mm-hmm. a fan of things that went on longer than they should have, it's just like, ah, I just wish it was stronger. Mm-hmm. Do you, this is a question from me. Uh, do you, do you guys feel like you benefited from doing an ARG for like a very small audience that mostly you guys all knew as opposed to like a bigger podcast audience? I think yes, because I think that was like, it gave us a amount of like, they'll, like, I, I know everyone involved with the ARG. I know every player. And like, so in that way I can trust that certain things will happen. And like, I know, like, I know how like people will see something and recognize something else. You know what I mean? Like I can predict how a small audience will act. If like, if the opposite of what happened happened and when we started the ARG, all of a sudden we got lit the fuck up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been a lot to kind of take in. <laughs> I don't know like, if it would have been that much differently because the first week of people playing the ARG was kind of a firecracker we couldn't hold on to regardless. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the hush puzzles, but... I there's there's pros and cons of both there's certainly like certain things we couldn't do because of the scale but also a lot mm-hmm. of benefits of there there were so many less people I was trying to satisfy which mm-hmm. I think is a benefit of a lot of projects but just like this can be a story about us and I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed that's fair yeah looking at that first week I'm like I'm pulling back into our pinecast stats like really look at it we really did go like we released the first puzzle on july 14th the second puzzle on july 18th mm-hmm. and then another episode on july 18th for batman another episode on july 18th for batman july 22nd batman ends july 23rd battletoads goes forward and we just keep going through battletoads until we hit episode 63 august 17th the bouncer and there we stayed <laughs> there, the, bounce, the bouncer puzzles were a thing um but yeah there mm-hmm. was there, there was certainly an issue with, I, I think, when we had so much motion out the gate, I think it was very hard to scale back down to be okay with waiting. And I think mm-hmm. any larger, and that would have just been more difficult of a barrier for, for us making it, is like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, you solved the last ones really quick, solve this one now. <laughs> um, which yeah. is the most absurd mindset to be in but also all of us know it so Mm -hmm. yeah i was i had so much trouble scaling back and i'm glad that like joe you put up with me and like helping me scale back there because like if i wasn't able to i would have just continued trying to push things out so quickly that that's that's where hush went wrong in my mind was us trying to course correct Mm mm-hmm yeah. So yeah, like, absolutely. We'll we'll, hang, we'll give them this new clue and that will be a valuable key for them to solve other ones and technically that worked <laughs> but then it was just people focused on the wrong things because there was too many things and just things mm-hmm. that we didn't consider. So we've you've mentioned Hush a couple times and Yeah. People have asked a lot of questions about Hush and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sure is. Let's step back a second. What 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 happened with like Tell the audience what happened with Hush and how did that go? <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, just to explain the seals a little bit more, I'll say that like we we kind of decided that there would be some e- each one would have a puzzle that broke it or like ended that seal. So I don't I think 
Beyblade was they had to convince me to call Riley during an episode. Mm-hmm. Didn't someone um, have to call? Yeah, didn't. Wait, it wasn't that somebody had to call you on the phone. We had to like message you, right? Well, we had to. I, get... I had to be told to call Riley to like yeah. reverse what had been happening, which is always that Riley calls Joe. Yes. Yeah, that drags me into the star instead of and breaks Beyblade, so that way Joe hasn't been talking to Biley the whole time. Yeah, I'm now in there because yeah, because I I think that episode is like we 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 did a lot to differentiate who was talking. So like I like we made sure that like Biley was on the good microphone and and Riley was coming through the, through, the, through the phone speaker. Um, but yeah, like the the whole point of breaking that one was to I mean it was kind of just a base level start the game off was for me to know that that Biley was was Biley and um and then the next seal was me and real Riley again um Mm -hmm. doing the show with a new B and that first one was Batman and the puzzles that we were giving out through probably too many ways of receiving the information um because we were having too much fun (laughs) um yeah (laughs) but um there was this big thing about Biley like hating bread. I don't remember how that started. The, oh yeah, the I don't know how, the, of, how of, the fuck did the bread start? I don't know, but it was really funny to, to like. It was really funny. <laughs> um, Marn, you know how bread started, right? Uh, I I don't remember. Did Biley send people bread in the mail? But I think it something was started that. that. No, it like, started with um. It started with the Botar email address. Um. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, you started oh, it, Marn. Marn, it's all yeah. you. <laughs> I. Well, uh, we were like, "Hey, email Botar. Uh, here's an email address." And then Biley did. And then Marn was like, "I'm just gonna send a bunch of pictures of bread." No, it wasn't that. It was Biley signed the Botar email address up for like twelve different like bread oh. subscription services. Right, right, that's right. it. Oh, Marn, that's it. Like we bread just, of the month I, I was. Shit. I was bored at work, and then we were tweeting, like, fucking, like, breaded from the filing yeah, account. Yeah, it was, it was, it was grained, was the bit. Grained, yeah, that's, that's right. Biley, grain, and black, yes. Uh, you got grained, son. Yeah, then, that was, that was fun. And then shortly after, Biley was like, hey, if you, like, post a picture or a video of, like, you disrespecting bread like i'll answer questions and people committing were, a bread crime please. yeah and people were trying yeah. to use that to get hints so i dropped a piece of which toast on the floor and then ate it <laughs> yep I, I, which, which i think we uh eventually like doubled down on biley never giving helpful information and every mm-hmm. time we would have, whenever time it would seem like he did we would retweet the tweet that said, why would I, under any circumstances, <laughs> yeah. tell the truth? <laughs> I think... Which is so funny. But then it turned into, like, people trying to use it to get, like, lore information on Biley, which was very interesting mm-hmm. to me. You can... I which think the, the... It's so funny, because we would both, tr- like, have slightly different versions of characterizing him. There's one instance mm-hmm. where I replied, and after I replied, I realized Riley did it at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like so much of of Biley, like like when Biley tweets and then Biley responds to themselves and then responds to themselves oh, yeah, again is me me seeing a Joe tweet and then going this thing gets it. I think it works for just how self-aggrandizing the character was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a lot of I'm... private messaging with Biley on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even it never even crossed my mind that the person I could be talking to would be Joe. Really? <laughs> I just yeah, I, with Riley, I, I was that, like, though. clearly this is only Riley. Because like, that was that was already at a time where I was trying to be more offline, but then it became a bit that I was trapped in the star, so I went out of right. my way to not mm-hmm. post anywhere. Um, That's funny. Mm-hmm. And as it continued, I, I stopped being so stringent, but I still would not post in the Discord for for, for this show. Uh, right. And it was yeah, it was just very fun that like a like it, it's like a it's like a double edged sword of like this is fun that no one thinks I could be behind it, but also like I want credit for it a little bit. <laughs> I want credit for the funny <laughs> stuff that I do. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it was it was very fun. I think one of my favorite jokes was telling Andrew to get a specific sandwich um, <laughs> at a place in Grand Rapids, which was almost almost did a dead drop at that sandwich. We show. were so close. Oh we were so close. I, I almost uh, considered making uh, Andrew drive out to, to Grand Rapids for uh, a <laughs> dead so drop funny. of Bionicle parts, but I ended up sending those parts to a player in the mail with two slices of bread instead. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, the, that was the to Cal, signal. right? The bat signal? Yeah, the bat signal, which I... So, um, yeah, so if, hush. Uh, I, I just want to sec- say, to be honest, if Grand Rapids was like 20 minutes closer and I was like 20% was like hours, less busy that week, I would have done it. Yeah, we, we strongly considered it, and then I, I just decided not to. Um, dead drops never work, though, so good Dead work. drops never work. Don't do them. <laughs> never work. Never. Never. Very bad, not cool. Don't do them. Uh-uh. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, you bad, all going so to C two E two? Nah, no, no, no plans. I'm not. Okay. Um, <laughs> Batman Hush was we wanted to do a or Riley wanted to do a book cipher. I I shouldn't say only Riley because I was cool with the idea until it happened. Uh, but <laughs> yes, it was like me. Yes, well. We were like, oh, let's like the thing that I wanted to do, and I think Riley. I don't know if it was just me or Riley was immediately on board, but I was like, I really want to incorporate the puzzles with the media at hand like i want them to connect in a significant way so i mean so uh batman was like all right comics we can do a book cipher turns out that's not conventional whatsoever <laughs> which was like simultaneously fun and interesting but also just a mess to manage and mm-hmm. riley I, only picked hush because they had a copy and yeah they <laughs> had a copy and like i I knew from when I read it in college that, oh, this is a popular comic book that a lot of people enjoy and might own. No. Nope. nope. <laughs> Not at all. So, so, another, so a fun thing we did was, uh, I don't remember, I, we got like someone's address, like we'll send bread to one person's house, and uh, or I think we ended up doing two, but um, Riley sent them a copy of the book and a bread making bowl set thing yeah. mm-hmm. and, and then amazon delayed it two days <laughs> yes yeah, so it took longer to get there and there was like this anxiousness to move on and when people figured out that the puzzle was hush uh people looked up pdf seven online and mm-hmm. that was where all of the page numbers completely shattered and mm-hmm. people were getting wildly different things that didn't make sense and it was just a mess of correcting that's where listen close came from um Mm -hmm. is because i made a key that was like if you figure this out you can from solving that puzzle you will know all right double spreads are two pages um go this order so i like i I think the text from botar said listen close and then it said it again in the cipher um Mm -hmm. 
which I, I'm glad we did that because then listen close was our like grounding code word for every key we did for the next year. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And it was, and I just really like the, the way that paid off in the finale. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, then hush continued to be a mess and we, uh, we pivoted. We pivoted. We, we like we're like we need to throw away Hush. Mm-hmm. Like it sucks that we sent somebody this awful book, but like we're both fucking exhausted with it. And so what many was the hours reason of we... us just leaning over PDFs? Do you know? And and like you know they don't in the other window a distressed group of people being like, "What the fuck are we doing?" <laughs> like why do they like like they don't say signal in in yes. hush at all so many words are not said in that book mm-hmm. <laughs> I, f- I think a couple of people like got hush out of their local libraries too to try and crack uh, it yep uh, yeah um i remember jay shout out to jay had a copy that they they went and got i remember that was something that they mm-hmm. were involved in um no it, it was like i'm glad that we survived it um, and I think yeah. when, cause when we did the, the final quiz was a revisit to all of the puzzles we'd used, mm-hmm. we used sweating bullets instead of hush because that was yeah. another yeah. puzzle we used during that what? seal, which is just a similar cipher, but with the lyrics of sweating bullets by Megadeth, which we still had another problem because when we made our puzzle, it formatted like one line differently. Yeah, how did yep. you guys mm-hmm. decide to use sweating bullets? I'm trying to figure uh, that out right now. There was a lyric that we l- associated with Byler. It's really that simple. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> uh, it was like, hello, me, it's me again. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what it is. Because it's the hello, the me, epi- it's me again. Because there was an episode where Bailey and Riley fought each other. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, then we were like, God. fuck it, we'll just use sweating bullets. And it worked, yeah. Except for the part that didn't. <laughs> yep. Here we, have, that's yeah, arcs, we, we have a a sheet that is just sweating bullets cut up into individual lines mm-hmm. in the fucking um like Google Sheets to like try to make sense of it. Yeah, and and oh. the issue we had was the final line of the chorus is just sweating bullets, but when it was copy and pasted, that went onto the line above it. So like everything after thirty two was like off. And I think uh, pe- mm-hmm. I think people were able to like brute force and be like it's supposed to be this, um, but when we returned mm-hmm. for the final puzzle that incorporated it again, oh. I, I, we tried to fix it. I think. Let me talk to you. If I don't know if we want to get into this final puzzle right now because like well, I, I mean we're ki- I, we're kind of going chronological so yeah, far. Yeah, I there's oh my god this final puzzle so night of. Uh, like the night we did Boruto, which is a ten-hour-long episode, <laughs> which we'll is just like... it's the reason a lot of people have figured out that this show exists. <laughs> yeah, it has twice the downloads of all of our other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we Joe and I watch Joe, I, and my wife watch Ghost Protocol, watch Ghost Protocol, watch watch Mission Impossible, and then we continue to drink. Mm-hmm. And then we come up with a plan, which ironically, looking back as I was scrolling through our old messages, was our original plan. It's that it the whole ARG ends with a quiz, and then yes. we realize Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bionicle is when we do that quiz. And so we put our list up, and each question 
is ciphered in the cipher that is most used in that individual property. Mm-hmm. So Bionicle is our rot 21, which is in the description, it said slide to the left five times to get you to 21. In Beyblade, it was sound like a, a, a I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a, a picture with sound. What it's the fuck? Like, yeah, oh, a, 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 spectra- a, a spectrogram, yeah spectrogram and then batman we did we originally wrote the book cipher and we downgraded to sweating bullets, sweating bullets <laughs> battle toads was t9 the bouncer was the megalomaniacal cipher which, which no is one a ever Keed's, really figured out nope which is a keyed caesar cipher using the word megalomaniacal and then it's the fifth seal rot five. Oh, we and we brute forced that one didn't we yeah immediately because that did. entire the other four sections, y'all are saying, oh, that must be a keyed Caesar. And then going, nope. And then I put a keyed Caesar in front of you. And you go, I have no idea what this could be. <laughs> like, you don't even try it. <sighs> and then, yeah, the Brady Compass and then the T9 double for Boruto. And then the BB and BB and B question is that same thing ciphered over and over them. and over through all of them. And, and I was... I, I, I was because I think the, the longest part of it was trying to see if we could make that work. If we could run it through all of them and it be solvable. Because, mm-hmm. what, like, the, the the spectrogram is of, like, it in Matoran. Which mm-hmm. is the Bionicle language, yeah. by the way. <laughs> For all you plebs out there. Yeah, just in case, <laughs> I, yeah. I hate that I can read that by now. Yeah, just a, lot of, a lot of people can just read it naturally. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: When we started uh-huh. this podcast, Riley promised to me that I would be able to by the time it was over, and I <laughs> just refused. <laughs> there, I've I've posted a picture in chat right now. I made the final B B and B cipher on a specific Google Doc where I was running it through each section, and I did that all, and I was like, "Cool, I did it." And then, as everyone was struggling with it, I was like, "What the fuck is the matter?" And I was going back through again to try to like, all right, we'll have we, to go to the root. We we dismissed a lot of issues because we thought, oh, they just still don't know the Megan Maliacal, the Caesar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they still just are fucking up that. And then I was like, oh, here's an issue here. Okay, that's not big. Oh, all right, all right there's another issue there. That's from that first one. And then you can see in this note, like me going through and fixing things. And I mixed up Northeast for Northwest. Oh, no. And you can see in the notes me going, oh, fuck, I fucked it up somehow. I fucked it up so bad. (laughs) Like, I wrote it in the comment text. I... And so it was me. I spent like a day and a half trying to fix the cipher. And we fixed it. We solved it. And everything came out okay. Everyone has forgiven me. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Uh, Ciphers are so hard. But yeah, that was that was that we had that really long day of recording for just over ten hours um, about Boruto and just trying to like have a normal day. Also, Um, but uh, it, it. yeah, the fact that as soon as we turned off the microphones, we had this rush of energy of let's let's go mm-hmm. get drinks and then let's come home and drink some more and watch uh, Tom Cruise bust his head open on a car mm-hmm. and then we yeah your your wife went to sleep and we just kept going like what if we do this yeah. what if we do this could this work and we just it was the most definitely the high point of the entire experience for me was like yeah that synergy we we got to um and then we woke up bright and early the next day to record um the cycle the loop episode. episode 
Oh, that was so. That was the that first was so one fun. we like did. Like we did it in person across from each other at the table, mm-hmm. and like I just had seven Wikipedia pages pulled up, and we did it in one dry run, and we just both kept like accepting, like, oh yeah, we're switching just here. So good uh-huh. to pivot, yeah. Because the thing is, we, I mean, we went to sleep knowing we were gonna do that. Um, so I, I think mm-hmm. it was easy to prepare. But there was there's a lot of little touches that I liked. I, it was. I, I, the whole time I was trying really hard to not laugh at any of the pivots and mm-hmm. just like, and you didn't, you did really did it. We did it corpse in that episode. That's the episode I think I'm most proud of because like you would pivot to a new topic and I would quip as if we had been talking about it for five minutes. And my favorite <laughs> thing that once I told it to Riley, they fucking lost it. I don't think anyone's picked it up. But when we did Brady Bunch, I specifically made my voice more nasally to sound like the person who played me. That's yeah. so, so funny. funny. To, yeah, for those who those who don't know, in the Brady Bunch uh, episode episodes. Um, yeah, I was going to say, do we, yeah. we want to jump back and talk about the other properties? Besides I, yeah, that's I, true. I think we're going in chronological order. And then Riley's just like, but the Boruto... <laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought you said we're going in chronological order, and I thought that was like a thumbs up <laughs> to jump from Batman to the end. <laughs> Wouldn't you have liked it if somebody had done that for us at the time? Yeah, this is this 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 is what it was like making an ARG with Riley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's let's, a let's, let's scroll process. back. So uh, yeah. So after Batman, it was Battletoads, which. Mm-hmm was the gimmick if you guys couldn't get past the wiki. So what was the original planned solution to the Battletoads seal? I don't know if we had We one. always had it planned, get us through the tunnel. Somebody message us, like, the IGN guide, according to our messages, was like, oh, it'll be up, down, down, up, up, down, down, up, and all of that. Yes. And then instead, like, Colton messaged us a speedrunning guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, oh, you can glitch at the top. And it was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, like the thing about this is this is such a good moment that I think is indicative of the entire ARG experience. Is like we have these ideas and the story that was like trying to be pushed through it, but at the end of the day, so much of it is crafted by decisions, and we didn't want to say no to anyone or anything. Like it was it was our story, but it was a story we were telling with you know like a hundred people playing along, and yeah, there was there was something like. Oh, they're they're not doing this at all the way that we expected them to, but it works. I like it. Can we fit it into what we had? And yeah, so we were expecting just a guide and to go through the entire game. And what we got was glitches to the credits warp. And we were like, that's fucking great. Let's let's run with it. Let's roll with it. Um, and so like, I mean, the, the thing about this show is, uh, barring some parts of the finale, it's still all improv <laughs> like we planned yeah. very little of it uh we just had like all right so in this episode uh i'm gonna focus on this thing in one of the conversations or like oh you play up being evil before we revealed Bailey, like little things like that but there mm-hmm. is like I, I think if i thought of any jokes ahead of time i wouldn't tell them to write. sure yeah yeah th- this whole and like and even during like ad- additionally onto like somebody sending us the like speedrunning tactics like what uh, um like Martin your friend Blake oh, yeah. <laughs> screamed to themselves yes. beating battle Someone we were so like cool. that had to count for something yeah i that came up in the chat where someone was like what if i i'm going to spend saturday just streaming battle toads and i'll see if i can't beat it yeah it was and, blake 
in yeah, in yeah. the back of my head, I I was like, well, I don't, I don't think that's the solution, but I know Riley and Joe, and they're not monsters, so if this works, <laughs> they'll let it work. So I'm gonna go do whatever I have planned on Saturday. Y'all have fun with that one. <laughs> I think I think that's the thing is I think we let it progress, but not solve everything yeah we were like there mm-hmm. will be a positive response to this effort and this dedication like you will get i think we were like we'll give them more clues or just like move the story along and reveal some information um i think i think riley and i's history with running an, an ap like greatly like an actual play podcast greatly mm-hmm. influenced the way we interacted with a group of people's decision making yeah uh, uh and yeah because it's like it's like that's we want to positively reinforce everything except for maybe the, the death of Botar. But even that, like we spun around into, into like, Oh, he's not really gone. There's just like, it was just kind of a, a, a learning moment of Bailey is evil and you can interact with the story. Mm-hmm. That's what's so interesting to me about this ARG is that like, because I feel like you guys come from that background of kind of like improv and like AP stuff already. Like, the extent to which the story of the ARG was shaped by the players meant that it never completely felt like we were hitting dead ends. And like, mm-hmm. we could always try something like out of the box. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. loved that. Um, yeah. I, I won't spoil it now. Cause we, I do want to say this chronologically, but there was two possible <laughs> endings. Oh, <laughs> uh. That makes me deeply happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was after Battletoads? Was that Brady Bunch? So, after the Battletoads was the Bouncer, which is... Oh, right. Yes. My... That's where we brought Andrew on. Yeah, so it's simultaneously my favorite part of the game and my least favorite part of the game, because <laughs> I got brought into the fold. Riley messaged me out of the blue one day and said, hey, um, do you want to do me a favor? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. And then they said, it would mean you're not allowed to play the ARG anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what's the favor? <laughs> well, I, I want to specify that before any, I think it was before this ARG started, maybe not, but before Riley asked that question, Andrew, you were on the public record saying I would happily die in someone else's ARG. Yeah. I, yeah. Said, I believe you it. said it in, in the art of the heist. You there said it. it. <laughs> okay, first of all, I can't be held accountable for anything I say on this podcast. I don't remember <laughs> what I say on this podcast three episodes later. I just wanted to know it's your fault. Someone wrote in last week <laughs> and said Candyland's a game. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who said it wasn't? <laughs> of course it is, um, No, I, I, I believe it. I'm on the record saying stuff like that. You all put out a, uh, like a guest recruitment form yeah. didn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because behind the scenes, we are at this point two episodes deep in uh the bouncer it and sucks. Joe and I are like we don't A we don't like talking about this, B what the fuck is our puzzle? Yes. Like what do we do here? We didn't have a solution for the bouncer. I still couldn't <laughs> tell you what the puzzle of the bouncer is now. Oh, you Wasn't know what? I want yeah. oh, I, I want to pause you guys I for just a I mentally well. checked out and Riley did all of it. That's why. <laughs> I got a question the, for you. The when? Keed Caesar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That started it. Well, Andrew, what what are what's the How far what do you got? how far into the ARG did you get before you were like, oh, we don't have the next bit planned out? Was that the first part? Or did you guys reach a part <laughs> earlier where you were like, okay, we've launched and they've officially caught up? 
we we didn't okay i i would hmm. say we we didn't plan that far we had a rough outline for some things and a lot of things we were like we're good at playing this shorthand and you know reacting to the crowd we won't put too much in stone but that the bouncer was the first time it, it beat, bit us in the ass yeah can control i'm opening up my uh the bevan beals uh sheet where i stored most of my early planning and like the conversation that we were having with joe and uh episode 51 through 56 uh is uh you know oh things might be weird here the thing 57 right. th- yeah. through 62 you're, yeah is you're... we need to <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, we, is, we plan for it t- to take much longer for people to figure things out but like episode people... 69 is when beyblade was supposed to end which is the when boruto happened yes can you imagine <laughs> yeah pe- people figured out the Bailey stuff right away and the thing is the episodes are just going to stay weekly until people solved the me calling riley thing but it happened right away and we were just like mm-hmm. fuck i guess we got to record a batman episode tonight Mm-hmm. And we just did huh. that. Yeah, we, we, were... up, we updated like every other day for like a week. Yeah, <laughs> we we were able to shoot from the hip through Batman and honestly through Battletoads. But it was yeah. like, as you can see on our list here, like I posted originally the original puzzles, air quote, like what the note had in my time in my doc here. And for B- Bouncer, it's just empty. It's just there's nothing <laughs> we'll there. Like, oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and I-, I think because you had some ideas about, like, tying it into, like, the Bouncer being this weird project that Tetsuya Nomura was connected to. And I was like, no, I want to completely avoid other things that I work with mm-hmm. on other shows. Um mm-hmm. And you pointed out that uh, the bouncer ends because we were both poring over the bouncer doc yes, trying to find fucking not anything. Much in that Wikipedia article. It's a bad wiki page, and it's you fine. were like, it's "Oh, just the bouncer has nothing to it." <laughs> somebody, uh, I'll tell you, I was on the like Final Fantasy wiki page to try to like get more information about the bouncer, <laughs> like trying to find anything. But um, you were like, "Oh, the bouncer ends with somebody trapped in a computer, and they have to get them out." What does that sound like? That's us. Our whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, and that's when the guest form came into play. Yeah, so we trapped Andrew in the star, and then freeing Andrew broke the seal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and because... I think I, I was just gonna say I think because like in the in the scale of like the story progression, I was like I I think showing that you can save someone from the star is like a good sign halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there was so, already like a running gag that we were like ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, forgot. That's yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we because, were the heels for a while in this game. Because every yeah, time we yeah. tried to like do something tangible to like help, it like made everything worse. <laughs> because because yeah, that's my told- baby. <laughs> You told Joe to call me, which got me trapped in the star. No, I, I told Biley, I told, I was trying to convince Biley to release Joe, and Biley was like, but what if I just kidnap Riley instead? I, I told, I told yeah, Joe did. to call Riley. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the both of you. Yeah, I, yeah, I know this is like, it, it progressed the story, but it's like, that's, that's the Biley relationship, where it's just like, you will be demonized for it. Um, and then like the, the dynamic with Riley too being like goaded by the situation being like, but now I'm here. And then me being like, I was already here. 
<laughs> it was it was just very funny because Andrew and I were like trying to very traditionally like solve puzzles and we just like became the heels of the air yeah. <laughs> and then you yeah yeah uh episode 65 the bouncing guests Andrew gets in there and then like Andrew's just making the three Wikipedia episodes that we've already talked about one two and x yeah <laughs> because you were in there for a while no, but I know. So we we hopped onto a Skype call and uh, we record. We talked for a good maybe ten minutes about like an idea of where to move forward. And I was like, I got a bunch of like shitty podcast pilots <laughs> from the game you scooped us on. Um, Hi, I just want to raise my hand real quick. We did not jump on a Skype call. We do not live in two thousand and two. I did not contact you through a MySpace channel. You're <laughs> right. No Google Hangouts. Yeah, so we, we hopped into a Discord call. You're right. We hopped in good old-fashioned Channel A. Um, no, but then uh, we we hashed it out, and I was like, so the whole thing is that people get pulled in to do content forever, right? And y'all were like, yeah. And I was like, you want me to record podcasts? And you were like, I wasn't going to ask, but absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we even when you came into the show, we were like, we don't know how this helps us. <laughs> but like yeah, now, we... there's another like there's another thing for the players to move, which means we can figure out a puzzle and a solution. <laughs> yeah, you, Riley went to town on some like Red Star internal documents. Oh that my were god! Caesared. Yeah. And yeah. I just was like, I trust you, buddy. I this is a, it was. I think it was just like a bad time for me in in general. Um, but Riley held it down, and eventually the bouncer was over. <laughs> I was playing Control, and I was like, I love these little funky documents they have. That's it. What if we just did that? <laughs> yeah, no, I recorded one Wikipedia, and then I recorded a final one, and I was like, great, you can release this in, like, three days when, when I'm ready to go. And then, like, a week passed, and I was like, do y'all want another Wikipedia while this is still going? <laughs> yeah, I think we were struggling to figure out how to use it. <laughs> Yeah, 15th, 23rd, October 2nd is the Wikipedia stretch. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so, what we were holding out on was, like, we wanted to, like, start the puzzle in, like, the show notes and, like, have things to link to. And, like, they would solve something, a new episode would be out, they'd solve the next thing, and then eventually you'd be free. Uh, but, yeah, I think it just took us forever to figure out what the fuck to give them. Yeah. But, like... What's, what's also funny is, like, at this same time, while we were struggling with the bouncer, we were the also, bouncer. like, doing – we were doing all the planning and, like, work for uh, Brady Bunch at this exact same time. Like, like that – like, we had, like, almost all of the Brady Bunch edited and recorded and ready yes, before, we, like, the bouncer was even halfway done. Because we knew what we were doing for the Brady Bunch. And the episodes yeah. were simultaneously not a thing we had to – do and the episodes mm-hmm. themselves were only barely like lore important like it it was like these people pretended to be us and it ended with them storming off because people wanted the old hosts back like that was that was the yeah. bear and then we just handed that to two other improv comedians and called yeah. it good. which was so I, I, funny that was incredible <laughs> I knew two friends from college who were in a improv troupe that I tried out for and did not make. And one of them was my friend from high school. Um, her name's Kylie Jansen. And I was like, 
who we like I want someone else to play us. I don't want them to be someone that a voice that like the listener would recognize. Yeah, we we wanted you know we, we wanted people like kinda offline and not in the Orange Grove spaces whatsoever. <laughs> and they were. They went out and they like borrowed a microphone from like an actual set or some shit. And then like brought it home and both sat in the same room recording it, like moving the mic back and forth. And like I was listening in on the call, like giving direction during that entire thing. Like, oh, hey, can you guys go back over this and like uh, uh, talk more about that? I love that joke. Can we pull that out longer? Like, they're like the most like kind of like studio recording session of the entire ARG. It was so funny because I, I think also nobody expected it. Nobody expected it to just be like two random actors. How could and, you have? Right. And. And they also just like nailed the format of the show. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> they did that it, much either. We were just like, I think we picked out like a couple of the old, like Bionicle three. episodes. Yeah, we did an old Bionicle. We did two Bionicle episodes, and then one uh, like uh, Beyblade episode to be like, this is like what's happening now. Like here's here's like the general theme, and then they nailed like the classic Bed Bath and Bionicle feel. It was like <laughs> it was uncanny to listen to. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where they were switching parts between episodes. Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, because like... originally we didn't know who was going to be who, so you did it both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then I sent I sent that to Joe, to which Joe like listened to and was like, "I like this as this," and like we then like set as like Connet's going to be Joe and Kylie's going to be me, <laughs> and like I think I have a whole the whole burner episode somewhere. Like, but yeah, like each of those was like an hour recording that then like I edited down <laughs> into like Damn. the like smaller version just because the joke's so funny and they're paid actors. <laughs> like we paid them. <laughs> That's fucking wild. How did you come up with the Brady Bunch cipher? Um, I think we needed a cipher, right? We yeah. just were like really struggling. I'm gonna Google. I, I'm gonna I look think, into I, our fucking chat. I don't know chat. when the because there was an aha moment of like, just like you realized that you could put a compass on top of the nine people, and you were like, "Holy shit, this is brilliant!" And I was like, "It is. I trust you." <laughs> to do it. Uh, and I, I did some like checking because I, I we had some back and forth about like because there was only so many letters. Um, so we were like struggling with like, ah, can we use Michael for Mike or like, ah, the, the mom has two last names. Can we work with that? Um, so there was like a lot of back and forth of me telling Riley, no, that's too far or that's dumb. But like they did all the hard work. <laughs> I just, I just told them like too obscure, keep it accessible. Yeah. Like the hardest, okay, so yeah, the hardest part of making that has to be the fact that like everyone has the same last name, right? Mm-hmm. Which then you get into like the maiden names and shit. Like mm-hmm. we were like For full names and nicknames. We, like we were Robert trying to Bobby. Mm-hmm. In in November, we're trying to figure. Not November. This is October. We're trying to figure out what these puzzles are. And um, um, Joe, you go. What do those unlocking puzzles look like? And I say, can we do something with the individual names of the Brady Bunch characters? Can we spell something with letters from their names? Um, <laughs> is it is it fucked up that the kids had to change their last names too when Carol remarried? Yes. Ever think about that? And you go, I can't say I have, but I like this idea. <laughs> and then I was that's, on their phone. That's fu- such a very real behind the scenes look at us. <laughs> and then like I I'm on the page. And I'm like, oh, is so the way we can work the cipher is this grid. They're all here, and you go, holy shit, the grid. The and grid. like we're. I love Tron. 
<laughs> this is in October when like when like the episodes are coming like starting to come out because like I I looked it up to make sure I we recorded these episodes when we were doing Battle Toads so like yes. way before the bouncer Brady Bunch was signed and sealed because okay. we had the idea from the beginning that it was like we'll hire people to play us it'll be this sitcommy fake layer mm-hmm. vibe like it it immediately gelled with the the ARG's thesis and it was something that we mm-hmm. could hire people to do right away yes and like we were just like we'll, we'll build puzzles around it and because of the way that it worked with not our voices there it did not matter what was before or after it hell yeah i think that might have been my favorite puzzle because we as the players also had the moment where we were like holy shit the grid <laughs> it's it's such a, like I, that's what i love about I love those types of puzzles where you get that moment where you're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. easier now that I have seen – I can see through the Matrix now. It's And well, uh, I, I hoped that the last puzzle would have that moment when people were like, oh, these are all the ones we've done but cycled through. I don't know if that happened. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe, you're the one who – I think you tweeted, like, the grid, right, with all the little Biley faces? Yeah. <laughs> and uh-huh. then an X in the middle? Oh, no, no, you no. You made that. I made, yes, I, I had the X in the middle, and you were like, you should get rid of the X in the middle. <laughs> like, but yeah, like, that was, we were like, how are we going to, like, figure this out? But yes, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's one of my favorite stretches of it. Um, and I think what comes out, like, every, I think from there on, I'm just, like, cloud nine with how everything came together. Because mm-hmm. after th- yeah. that was Boruto, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I, Which... I, I pitched pretty early on. I don't know how early on, mm-hmm. but like I I pitched to Riley like, hey, if I spend a weekend in Chicago and, and buy us recorders, can we do like, like I was, I was listening to a podcast called 12 Hour Day. Um, which is two uh, people who record 12-hour days together. Um, and I was like, this is th- – that like that idea is something that I'm like, I would love to try once. I, I don't want to make a show out of it, mm-hmm. but I would love to it's, – it's an experiment I would love to do once. And, like, that's really the core of what BB&B was for us, was throwing things at the wall that we wanted to try and, like, uh, stretch what is and isn't good podcasting. Um and I was like, can we can we just do one episode that's this absurd task of just, like, recapping all of Boruto before we can turn off the microphones? And then we did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, we, yeah, because you were just coming to hang out. And then September 16th, I don't want to make my visit about work, but what if one of the seals breaks That's because it. we podcast for like so absurd length of time? And like, because originally we thought Naruto died in Boruto. So the thing was, you would yes. spoil Boruto oh for me. Oh my telling me that Naruto died. Because I think when I pitched it to you, there was speculation that he might, like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. the next chapter it'll happen. Like, it was like a cliffhanger. And then he didn't. So we didn't have a hard out anymore. Um, because that was supposed to be the, the way the break the seal was to spoil something big. And I was like, I think Naruto dies, so that can be our big spoiler thing. But then he fucking didn't, the stupid boomer he's, asshole. He's so, a, so we just had to do the whole fucking thing. Yeah, so we did however much there was the day that we recorded, which, like, it's, it's kind of a moment in time in that way that, like, I edited it, like, a month later and three episodes had come out since then. But, um, yeah, no, I, I love the Boruto episode so much. Was it mm-hmm. so? You yeah. said you wanted to do this twelve-hour podcast. Was it 
easier or harder because you knew you had to stick to like let's get through this whole fucking boruto recap depends on the time of day okay <laughs> yeah you can hear us kind of go through it you can hear us I realize think the, how like, much is left yeah you <laughs> no. can it's one of my favorite podcasts i've ever listened to <laughs> <laughs> the the like the thing that was hardest for me is like not hardest for me like hardest for the people I love is my <laughs> wife has to exist as a human and yes. like we didn't we I didn't when we make were in not talk to her for a whole day <laughs> yeah so like we had to be like cool like she exists but then also like when we were in like in like for context about my wonderful wife uh like when we were in also- Disney World like we were in Galaxy's Edge and like she's like these people are too in character for me I don't like this and then like <laughs> that's why at the top of that episode we have to be like we have to pretend like we're not in character don't even don't even get me started on Galaxy's Edge but I I yeah there was the whole thing about the red star is that we were alone there like there was several right. references mm-hmm. to Riley being like the, yeah the streets are empty no one is out there um and I think eventually. Uh, well, for me, I was asleep if we weren't recording. That was that was the yeah. big mm-hmm. the the big thing um, for for our two different struggles that we were having. And mm-hmm. so for that episode, we had to just be like, "Fuck it." There are people in the Red Star, but they don't know they're in the Red Star. Uh, so that way, we can buy yep. coffee, and Mandy can be here. Um, <laughs> and we just. It was it was like this weird upping of stakes, even though that doesn't it's not at all how it happened. Like, we that's not how we treated it. Um, mm-hmm. It just was an episode that we did, and we kind of treated like this weird, absurd art piece where we are. Uh, tr- I think we're just like trying to do whatever seemed funny at the moment. Like I knew mm-hmm. right away. I was like, after we get like the premise stated, like twenty minutes in, I wanted one of us to go get coffee and to be separate. Um, mm-hmm. I, I right away that was like that's the way I want to fuck this up and make it weird, um, mm-hmm. and then the 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 bit where you run in the rain couldn't have been planned. It's fucking, that's oh, it's so that was incredible. Funny. It's Nothing, I was so no mad. way we could have planned something that fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I um, love also the fact that it rained all day. That was so <laughs> like you can't plan that shit because uh, I don't think it's come up. But every time we broke a seal. It would the like thunder would happen outside uh-huh. and that would be the red star mm-hmm. changing. Um, so when we mm-hmm. were doing this ten hour recording and the, the rain just kept getting heavier and heavier all fucking day, and we couldn't go mm-hmm. outside, it was like weirdly magical. Yep. And then and then yeah, you went and ran to it because Grubhub uh got got fucked up. Um, <laughs> but delivered uh, my fucking work instead. Yeah, which luckily it was it was close enough for you to run to, but. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, that was that was that was a magical experience recording for ten hours. But yeah, there's a there's a shift where like this is fun. Yeah, we're just like we're 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 like I, I what I love about twelve hour day and what definitely happened in our episode was just like there's this moment where it, it, there's a breakdown between you forget there's mics on and you're just two people, um, and you're just like actually mm-hmm. going about your day like we're discussing f- food and just like things as if we're not doing a show. But also we mm-hmm. are doing a show, uh-huh. um, yep. and then yeah, there's a moment where like we need to we need to start barreling through Boruto or else. Which I think we skipped the movie, right? We skipped the movie that we accidentally started with. Yeah, we started with the movie, and then when we got to that point in the story, we skipped it. We started skipping filler, uh, and then when we got to the end, where we had like nothing left, we were like. Man, it hasn't been as long as we th- like we like we kind of were wrapping up at like hour nine and we were like we could just watch an episode 
Like we could just hang mm-hmm. out. Like, and then we and then we wrapped it up, um, and we went out drinking to celebrate. It was hell yeah. I really enjoyed listening to you both realize that like, what if we both start reading different episodes at the same time? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was another just... layer of like, what's the most awful audio art we can make? It was it was great. It was. Yeah, if you told me uh, this time last year that one of my favorite bits to come out of last year would be a 10-hour podcast about Boruto, I wouldn't believe you. I w- if you told me I was then- making it, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> the thing is, I now respect Boruto. <laughs> I already did, and that's why, that's why it was like kind of a punishment seal originally. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do it on a podcast. I want to watch it someday. And then yeah, I stopped Yeah, Biley's mad. Biley's mad because they replaced us, and then that wasn't good enough for us. So, all right, you want the you want content from these two? Then sure, here we go. And everyone else going, no, we just want them to be free. Like you want their content? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, that was a nice moment for for the story too. In, in my eyes, of just like I really liked that it we broke our own seal. Like there was like ah, oh, there's no mm-hmm. puzzles for it, but also I really liked that it was something that we accomplished on our own, mm-hmm. like in universe. Yeah. Um. And there's just a lot of things that like came out of like audio based comedy, like like the whole premise of just like episodes ending with me slamming my table or something to notate mm-hmm. that I fell back asleep. Uh-huh. Um, I, <laughs> yep. I loved things like that that came out of these episodes. Um, there's a bit somewhere in the 10 hour episode where I, I, I don't remember what the specific words are, but it was like like the stars aligned of me saying something stopping and then riley says something in that pause and it's just like i think i'm like i wonder what riley's doing and then they're and then they say like oh fuck or something <laughs> like i don't i don't remember what it is i just remember editing that early on because we were separate it was like the coffee break mm-hmm. and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever made <laughs> <laughs> bed bath is like my favorite piece of performance art <laughs> yeah it, it, it's definitely up there there's a time when Joe messaged messaged me and is like, "Bed Bath is all of the the thesis for Bed Bath is what is good podcasting." <laughs> yeah, that that was that was pre ARG what it was for sure because it was like the rules like kept deteriorating, but also the fact mm-hmm. that we there were any rules whatsoever was absurd. So it was like, ah, uh, we'll just how how many guests can we convince to wake up first thing in the morning to to talk about this. Um, and it was just like, I don't, there's something, there was something special about the last like few episodes of that show. And when it was like grinding to this weird halt that like neither of us were really enjoying Cardinui, I was like, fuck Mm -hmm. it. I'm pulling the lever. I'm going to do this weird, weird event thing that I told Bionicle Infinity, uh, Infinity War and Bionicle Endgame. (laughs) Were, uh, were you all worried about people not not getting it sounds a little mean but like people being like i i'm not on board with this whole new direction like were you guys worried about that at all or were you like when the arg started or at a certain yeah yeah like when when the arg started was there ever a point where you were just like i can't believe we torpedoed our own show or were you just like (laughs) no not no because it's like yeah we like we were doing like we were doing stuff that we really enjoy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And like, like when I, when you look at the numbers, it is torpedoing our own show. <laughs> like I'm looking at it right now and I'm looking at the peak listens at 17, like set like 1.7 K. And then like after the week, all right, we're at 400. 
all right, we're at 300. All right, we're at two. I, I, I think we... there was fall off when we went to Beyblade originally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think, like, across the board, those episodes weren't as engaging, and Beyblade yeah. isn't as uh, fascinating of an atrocity as uh, Bionicle is. Like, people hear the word Bionicle, and they're like, oh, oh yeah, I know exactly oh, the weird what that Lego weird thing. thing is. Yeah, and Beyblade's mm-hmm. just like an anime. Who fucking cares? Um, and But it was a thing that we thought would be comparable, and uh, I mean, it wasn't. I'm glad we did it. There were some funny things that came out of it because we were like digging yeah. as hard as we could. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm happy that everything happened the way that it did. Um, there's something funny about Beyblades having demons trapped inside of them considering where everything ended up going. But yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like... The fact that the the people who were already actively talking about the show stayed active with the ARG was, like, enough for me. I mm-hmm. Bed Bath has, frankly, never been a show that I gave a shit about numbers for. Sure. Yeah. It was, it was a thing that we just did because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And then when it stopped being fun, twist it into a way to become fun. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think was Bed Bath to begin with because we took a break... Uh, over uh, the hot, like we took a break around the time Kingdom Hearts three came out. Partly because uh, I was incredibly depressed, um, but mm-hmm. the only thing I could bring myself to do was work on my Kingdom Hearts show because uh, we had a really big episode we were doing before it. Uh-huh. Um, and when I came out like on the other side of that, we were like, "How can we make the show fun again?" And that was when we started bringing in guests. Uh, and we, I was like, I. I am not in a place to do mornings. Can we do anything else? So we did late night recordings with guests for a little bit. Um, that was mm-hmm. when I got the Bionicles in the mail, which was like a cool thing to do on the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just like that. The, the show was always like, never let it be a chore. Uh, mm-hmm. all, all like it can be work, but it has to be work that we enjoy doing. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how the ARG happened was the, the, the sentiment of Beyblade isn't, fun what do we do now can we change like we just paid a lot of money for this artwork what do we do <laughs> um and the idea <laughs> yeah, that we decided yeah. uh didn't we we didn't think that new artwork was necessary so um yeah yeah just we we the secret is to value yourself <laughs> yes the lesson that you should take from the bed bath of barg is value yourself and your time it is okay for things to end mm-hmm but yeah, the, the so we we do the Boruto episode. Yeah, speaking uh, speaking of, then you got the end. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's the Blood, thing. You did Bloodborne next. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, we so we did the Boruto episode. We did our crazy, uh, drunken planning session that same night, um, mm-hmm. bright and early the next morning. Recorded uh, Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bionicle, which was such a I I loved that idea and the fact that it came at the same idea at the same time as the puzzle just like a, I think mm-hmm. a beautiful marriage of those two things mm-hmm. um the, yep. the fact that I was I that was my main motivation in editing the Boruto episode was getting to hear what we recorded the next morning again <laughs> um but then we, we we knew Bloodborne was going to be the end um because I, this is something that hasn't come up but we were using some Bloodborne imagery when the ARG started um yeah because there was this item called the beckoning bell that helped people find Botar right in the in the discord yes and uh the whole name of the chalice dungeon um i think there was an intent to make bloodborne more integral um i think the way it came out in the end worked 
perfectly fine. Um, but when we were first starting, um, I think we were planning on doing Bloodborne early, and then it just kind of got put off because of, of uh, at, at some point we had an idea to to buy Botar on eBay. Yeah, July nineteenth, twenty nineteen. Pretty fucking early. I I have a a link to uh, <laughs> we we were trying to figure out, but it's a piece, right? And we open it up eBay and go, God, that's expensive because <laughs> Botar is two sets put together. Yeah, <laughs> and we go, fuck it. Um, yeah, so you, you, you went all in on Botar, and we, that was, I think, full transparency, the biggest fight we had was how to handle Botar. Um, yeah. And that we, we came to great resolutions in the end. I'm very happy with everything that happened. Um, but also with the fact that, uh, in the long run, we both got exactly what we wanted, which is hilarious, but I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the- well, the, the, for, for the context of, like, when, like, our fight about Botar happened, it's, like, right at the end about, um, about the, like, in Batman. So when we're in that kind of, like, rapid pace. That's another thing. Like, like, looking- like that, that situation where, like, we were stressed out about, like, puzzles not working and how bad Hush was. Uh, just, like, all mm-hmm. of that, like, we were we were very on edge, and it was, like... Hey, like we're taking it out on each other. We should not be doing it. Let's talk about this later. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it all worked out. But uh, we decided early on that we wanted to to send Botar out to people, um, and we wanted to connect it to the the ending of Bloodborne uh, because the whole thing about the true ending of that game is connecting these three uh, in in the game umbilical cords. But um, we mm-hmm. wanted to like send Botar out to three people and have him connect to be the final puzzle. Um, it's gonna be one of the final puzzle to involve people have uh, thing like physical things to remember the ARG from, um, and also to be like easy to wrap your head around. We wanted we wanted the last puzzle to be um, pretty accessible. Uh, we still got the the big hard puzzle one before that with the bed bath quiz, um, uh-huh. but I, I really like that we had both layers of that. Like, um, I honestly to compare it to Interstitial Season Two, we had like the big fight with the Nexus, and then we had like the conversational climax after that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I like getting to have both, both of those uh, pieces in the story. Uh, but the, the big disagreement was <laughs> I thought that the, the ending had to be Botar being physically connected and Riley hated the idea of two people giving up Botar. Um, mm-hmm. So they wanted it just to be connected <laughs> with like pictures or something, and I was like, "That's ah, just not as cool. It just doesn't feel the same." And, uh, and, that, and that, honestly, like, I'm glad you laughed because that's really as simple as the disagreement was, and we were just really yeah. fucking heated over it because we had different yeah. investments of what was was valuable. And Riley was like, "I want I want more people to have." memorabilia and i'm like but if it's just a leg who fucking cares um (laughs) which which is fucking true like it's just that's my dumb toy toy like minded (laughs) ass that has like a toy shelf i'm looking at right now that's just like but i want the thing (laughs) like i'm me projecting that onto our listeners like oh they too must want the thing well it's it's <laughs> extra funny because two of the people who got yeah. pieces of botar were like i don't want this that, so that, one that, person <laughs> ended up with all of botar yeah. anyway uh, and i love that it happened organically because we decided with the last episode that it would happen when they combined botar regardless of how they did it like there wouldn't be a wrong answer to it um, mm-hmm. And we joking, we, we joked that there would be two endings. We were like, hey, does Botar live? And uh, we basically decided that if they combined him in pictures, he wouldn't. <laughs> and if they combined him 
in in the physical space, he would survive. No! Oh my there's, god! There's... That was really just a joke that we said while people were putting him together. Um, because, or I think that as I was sending it out, I don't remember because we had time mm-hmm. to make the episode. Um, but uh, what ended up happening is that they did the smart thing of connecting it with pictures because they didn't have to send things. Um, but then after the mm-hmm. ARG was over, two people were like, I it. don't want these. I don't I don't need to hold on to just two arms of a bionicle. Does anyone want all of it together? So like we like it happened. The, the puzzle happened the most accessible way and still someone has mm-hmm. all of Motar, um, which mm-hmm. I think is just mm-hmm. a hilarious end to that part of yep. our, our our experience <laughs> there's a uh there's a full cut of the fight where where <gasps> that where by Bi- where Biley mentions like oh i see you aren't all the way put together <laughs> to oh Botar. god, god mix- mixing the finale is ups- was was such a chore but i, I love it i it's, love how it came out um it's the, yeah there's like the there's like the well mixed fucking like you know when you buy a dvd and you get like a like the beautiful actual movie and then you're like all right cut content oh this scene was actually like six minutes longer and you click it and it's like made of like like big blocky cgi that is like not well fitting it's together not, the guy's still standing there's a, there there's... in the green screen suit just like hello i'm a yeah. dragon yeah i i have yeah, that for the entire huddled like, over as someone pets his fucking head like a child <laughs> I have it for the Biley Botar fight. <laughs> it's like there's a Phantom Menace reference. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Foley you, work. You were so stuck on the Phantom Menace reference, and I was like, I love it. <laughs> I, I want to keep it. I just want to make it good. Yeah, it's hard to do. Like with it the doesn't Phantom need Menace. to be. <laughs> I mean, that's the, yeah. the thing is they were referencing the best part about the movie, which is the the last lightsaber duel. Which yeah, mm-hmm. secretly one of the with best the, with they're stuck between the. Stuck between the 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 walls in the mm-hmm. fucking core of the Theed Castle, yes, <laughs> the Theed Palace, yeah, <laughs> but like like some weird engine room. Yeah. We should shoot. Can we throw that on the end of the hour and a half of BBMB cut content? Just the 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 uncut deleted scenes uh, fight, or would you, you rather send not send it to me? I mean, it's already like uploaded and scheduled, but I can replace it if you send me a new uh, cut of it. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, Blood Might Bloodborne well. was kind of this weird victory lap because the big puzzle was done. Um, mm-hmm. We knew that Bloodborne was next. We knew what we would focus on with Bloodborne, and um, yeah, they're pretty low concept episodes. It's kind of back to basics. Um, in the second one, Riley decided it would be funny to read a Game Grumps comment instead of oh, yeah. the lore uh, because no like, they, they do such a bad. They do such a bad job of like r- playing out the like laying out the lore I mean, the for Bloodborne in the wiki. Job. That's not on Aaron. And so in 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 game in the Game Grub subreddit, like a commenter, like every episode would come in and be like, "Hey, like here's what happened today," <laughs> and would like yeah. spell it out. And it like I was like, "I'm just gonna read this because it's a little more engaging, and like I will know what happens in Bloodborne." Yeah, it was funny. People were connecting it to the. The, who, the, the to the Boruto episode, which I completely forgot that happened in the Boruto episode, but oh, there was yeah. a bit where it was like, "Is it, who's the Aaron and who's the Dan?" Yep. Um, people were uh, that was, there was no puzzle there; it didn't matter. Um, but that that was the whole thing about the. I think the funny thing about the Boruto episode is that there was no puzzle out of it. I think we decided that once we saw enough hashtags, we would 
call it done. Like we would call that puzzle solved mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because yeah. we didn't intentionally put one in. And the reason for that is we didn't want to force anyone to listen to 10 fucking hours of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that, yeah. that's way too long of an episode to have something missable or. Yeah. Or at like hour seven, we're going to say a very specific quote and you better figure out the puzzle. Yeah. Like, so it just like doesn't we, really work. We were just going to release it after enough people had heard it anyway. And then we decided that, Oh, well, do it when we see a lot of hashtags because that'll track it and then it, it's fine mm-hmm. it worked out um but yeah. uh because if we're gonna make an arg about respecting our time we have to respect the players time. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and uh yeah and then bloodborne i like i was like oh we're gonna do a normal episode of the show basic improv about the media i'll stress uh the three umbilical cord things since botar's coming and uh then we mm-hmm. did the the form that got the the addresses to send to people botar and then i mailed people botar um and they mm-hmm. put them together and the show's over yep the oh, finale is yeah, a, a cool little thing though too because we were like how do we how do we do it without being like too like i was like i want it to be sincere but how does that like how do we land a sincere note um so i wrote botar mm-hmm. a final monologue <laughs> It worked because I cried. That was that was honestly seeing people say that they cried over the Botar monologue is maybe the most accomplished I've felt. I got anything. really emotional and I sent a really emotional text to the Botar uh, phone number. <laughs> I saw that screenshot yeah. because it was like this line is no longer in use. And that's like actually I depressing. texted back every time. I every because like multiple people sent like I, we love you and miss you Botar messages, and every time I had to type out like this line is no longer in oh my use. God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I so love the attachment to to Botar as a character through all of it, which is why I wanted it to be like a a fulfilling send off of just like just like explosions and then whatever is like okay cool the thing is like th- that's like i don't i think there was a question about it but there is like some difficulty to like making sure that the episodes land the narrative even if you haven't been playing along or if you're listening after that's mm-hmm. over which like honestly your guys's podcast made me think a lot about like what 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 does this look like for people who didn't play along what is our replayability score yeah. for <laughs> and the admittedly BB&B not ARG. great because we mailed people shit but yeah, so, yeah. still I, I just wanted the episodes to be able to stand as a narrative and there's uh the episode where uh andrew comes in and explains things is like so valuable for that i think like it's kind of mm-hmm. a little absurdist up until it stays absurdist but i think that helps ground like hey yeah this has happened mm-hmm. this is this is why there's jumps here and there uh and then mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think we talk a lot during the Boruto episode. There's a lot of jokes about not remembering doing Brady Bunch. Um. <laughs> my one of my favorite things in the in the entire fucking world is um, on the 9th of December, a Twitter account remember, remember. tweets with the BBB hashtag. So I just finished episode 56 of Red Bath and Bionicle. <gasps> what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Am I in for a very different kind of ride than I expected? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like. That's just like that is like so far into the air. Like the energy's almost done at that point, and they're like, "Wait a sec, hold on a fucking minute." Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it was like, how do we, how do we uh, display the ending of this story in a way that like is a satisfying final episode? Like, how does Bailey get defeated and Botar triumph, and us escape 
and it be remotely good audio fiction. Um, mm-hmm. And I like I like what came out of it. I like I like yeah. uh, Bo- Botar's monologue and the 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 audio drama we... fight between Botar and Bailey. Did we keep by, uh, Botar saying, "Let's open up this pit"? I don't <laughs> Which remember. Is just a good biotical joke. <laughs> I think so. I think that, that one stayed. You pitched that. There was a there was a segment where like Botar and Bailey had this back and forth. And I was like, this is so much better if all of these Botar lines are removed. And it's just Biley being a piss baby. <laughs> um, and then... Because that whole thing is me sitting in my bedroom, like, uh, like before I go to work, like, like going... Yeah, that's the thing is, like, like, that's also improv. Yeah. The only thing like, not it's improv the... is the Botar monologue, I think, across the whole fucking show. It's the same thing I did for the Biley and Riley episode, where I would record a bit as Biley, and then record me responding, improv as Riley, and then just, like, go back and forth doing that <laughs> for the length of an episode. So, did you guys expect people to get as attached as they did to Botar and Biley? No, I was so mad when people were like, I love Biley. Like, there was a minute there where I was like, we... We need to kill Andrew. Like, <laughs> he needs to die in context. And Joe's like, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> I was like, we need, like, we need Botar to, we need Bailey to kill somebody because I need it to be clear that he's the bad guy. And, like, we still kind of, I think, did that in, like, a good way. But there was, like, a moment when, like, he was just, he was really likable because Joe's funny at tweets. <laughs> like, like the going back and forth of like Botar being a sassafras to like themselves and to like uh like like everyone in the fucking Discord. The bread shit made Botar too a uh, Bailey too endearing. Yeah, Bailey was a <laughs> wonderful little trash gremlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the, that was another thing too that I think we struggled with is like they're gonna wanna. They're gonna want to redeem Biley, and we were like, "I don't want them to." Absolutely we don't, not. We don't, yeah. we don't want Biley to be redeemed because they've done these terrible, terrible things to people. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think that we like that was like a thing that we had to like reconcile with was like, like we didn't have to like stop being funny, but we were like very pointedly like underneath like the, it was it was like a kind of black comedy where it was like it's it's funny but it's evil uh, uh-huh. and. I, I, I think in the long run it landed. Like there was there was never a an outline where we allowed Bailey to be saved or redeemed. Mm-hmm. The thing to me that endeared me to Bailey was when you made the picture of Bailey Ambipom. That was <laughs> uh, Rin drew a pic. Uh, yeah. Actually, there was I I never wanted to reveal what Bailey looked or what Bailey looked like and. Mm-hmm. Riley kind of uh, shot from the hip, and I, and I was like, I wish you didn't, but it all worked out in the end. Uh, but because they were like, mm-hmm. people were asking what Bailey looked like, and Riley. What Bailey was. Oh, what Bailey was. And I was like, I want it to never be answered. I don't want to ever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever answer questions. And then what Riley ended up doing was making some like weird com- like I, Google I went to Dreams a- shit. Yeah, Ganbreeder, is that the Twitter? Like, my friend Sasha, Sasha who makes Spindle Wheel, retweets them on their private all the fucking time. And I just copied the first one I saw, pasted it, and, and like, flipped it upside down and put it into a soundscape. So, like, what are they? And the answer is, like, a weird, like, static noise. (laughs) But, like, 
Yeah, so it's like still not an answer, but like it was yeah, it was like, more of an answer than I wanted to give personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely fine with how it, it went out. And then yeah, Rin drew some honestly too cute uh Yeah, that's yeah. that's what did it. Uh and we were like, Oh, this is so great, we should use it as an icon anyway. Well, it's because um, that it came out at the same time as that uh our first episode of Champs. Where we yes. ragged yeah, on it was, Ambipom it was and then a weird a weird concurrence of, of uh purple mm-hmm. monkeys. But... Yeah. Yep. Yep. That <laughs> God, there's so much like there are so many things that were like we said in passing that made it. It's like a wonder to look at the things that we said in passing that did not make it. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's I'm I'm scrolling like, down the Twitter feed again and just kinda like it, it's funny whenever weird, like, we would just do one-off jokes and then, like, the Discord would, like, respond. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I, I was always worried about, like, I don't want it to sound like a clue or send anyone on, like, a, a, a trailhead by accident. Um, but uh, there was there was a lot of cases of, like, oh, I'm getting all these notifications, what's Riley doing? And then me thinking of a, mm-hmm. a joke in line with the bit they're doing <laughs> um, or, or vice versa. Um, my my favorite one is like when we like we send a puzzle that's just like wheels eat shit and like we so fucked funny. it up that and then really the joke funny. is by Biley going I'm not as good at these as your friend Botar but he's dead and I am alive. <laughs> so the joke is on him. There was a, there was a lot of tweets that I DM'd to Riley first and then I was like, Nah, I should tweet this. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's like honestly a lot of the the jokes. I I always wanted my jokes to be a little bit sad for Bailey. Like I I really wanted him to be driven to loneliness by his his uh, necessity mm-hmm. to create content. Like by yeah, Bi- I, Bi- I, is uh-huh. the person I'm scared of being most. Yeah, I went through a couple days where I was just like DMing Bailey because I think I don't know we were stuck on a puzzle or something, and I was like I don't know how to help, but like I like to interact with NPCs, so let me like. Let me hit this Biley rock over and over again and see what comes out of it. Um, and I was very struck by the fact that I felt like you guys knew more about Biley than you were ever going to tell us. And also by the fact that Biley was a tragic villain. And I was like, this this interests me very much. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't want to ever say who or what Biley mm-hmm. was. But I was so... It, it was just so easy for, like everything he said to be driven by this weird angry sadness who just wanted to have the thing that he had before and like because that's the thing like we it never really became concrete but originally the pitch was kind of like it was like a fan who liked the show and wanted it to come back and and then it was like Mm -hmm. or it's just like that idea that like took a physical form somehow like there is no concrete answer and not there isn't one but those are the ideas that we started at um Mm -hmm. yep we also floated makuta pterodax yeah (laughs) like just like rooted directly in bionicle which i'm glad we moved away from yes for sure i will say you all never like directly said it or anything like that but i think it came through yeah okay like it worked i think that came across and it this is one of the few times that i've played an ARG and thought like oh there's a a theme to this there's a kind of a meaning behind it that like you all answered the question why are we ending the show 
uh, by doing an ARG about what it would be like if you all didn't, uh, even if that was never a directly said. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a... We, we like we we formed a story out of what we the pieces we had, which is two episodes of a podcast about Beyblade. <laughs> but like what those but what those two episodes mean in the shadow of what we did before it. Yeah, and that makes me so fucking happy. I'm, I I like, I look back at the BBMB ARG, full of like. I am so glad it is over, but I am so glad it happened. It for every like blemish that it is, like every like little mistake that happened, like it is like a fucking beautiful thing that I love to. I love that I was part of. <laughs> yeah. It honestly, it got it. B B and B and like as we like continue to get weirder and weirder with it is what get gets me into like the weird anti podcasting that I love so much now. Like the fucking like there's a podcast where they they're talking about the song Butterfly by uh, Crazy Town and they're just going line by line through it. The one li- <laughs> one lyric, one lyric a week. God, that's um, <laughs> so yeah. Like... My 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 current favorite podcast, Blank Check, started as a. A very deep concept Star Wars podcast where they reviewed the Phantom Menace uh, under the pretenses that George Lucas made one movie and never got to make a sequel. Um, like, what does the Phantom, <laughs> like, the Phantom Menace is titled Episode One? What was the rest of his story supposed to look like? Um, and they they did ten episodes on each of the prequels, and it's uh, there's missteps in it because there's only so much you can get out of those movies. Um, but like, mm-hmm. I love like the I love the the deep investigation of the inane. Um, my, my mm-hmm. current favorite podcast that I picked up recently is dead eyes where Connor Ratliff tries to figure out why Tom Hanks fired him in 2000. Like <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> I love that. shit. Um, and I, I think bed, bath and Bionicle is always this type of like, you know, it's, it's already a spin on a recap explainer podcast to some ab- absurd gimmick. Um, and then we would continue to turn that, that dial of absurdity up, up, and up until we got this really absurd pastiche of audio drama, ARG, uh, absurdism that, that we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, the concept of... This is now getting too heady. The concept of Dada art is, like, when the world is uncertain, we question our reality. And, like, I I like that as, like, what I think BB&B does. Is, it's Neo Dada, and I love that shit. Hell yeah. Isn't that just postmodernism? It's a little bit, but Dada's more absurdist, which I think we are at our Dada's, core. Dada's so weird to talk about because it's like, it refers to a very specific movement that ended in the 20s. And then I think, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, postmodernist and other avant-garde shit came after it. Such as like, because I'm like, oh, Dadaist is like very, it's like mocking of the platform in which it's in. And I'm like, podcasting is already so fucking broad i don't know how you break it like we tried mm-hmm. we tried really hard <laughs> we tried really but hard like, I, th- I, even even when we're both talking at the same time in boruto it's I, i'm still mixing it to sound as listenable as possible it's not anti-listening <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which i'm currently doing products that are anti-listener i i'm like i'm like like i want to continue to push it in a way that might not be good podcasting but BBMB is inherently. I think we answered the question of what is good podcasting, and it all of BBMB fits that fucking mold. 
Yeah, I don't there's, know if all of it does. I mean, there, there's definitely a way to say, like, you can answer the question of what is good podcasting by saying, like, here's a bunch of examples of bad, bad, of bad podcasting done well. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. Find a good podcast in this. Go. And, like, it works. It's dope. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Hell it's yeah. really good. I've, I've started describing or, like, pitching it to people who I want to listen to it because I want everybody to listen to it because I think it's a really special <laughs> piece of work. Uh, but I, I've, I've legitimately started describing it to people as, like, a podcast that turns into a piece of performance art about what happens when you let a comedy shtick happen for too long. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think that fits. I think that fits really well. I'm I'm I'm... I'm scrolling through the questions now to make sure we nailed all of them. Oh, yeah. Did we cover? I I, I don't think we did because I know one person asked why. There's one question here. Could you tell us about some of the practical concerns of how you recorded the 10-hour episode and waking up that morning and putting in the SD cards and realizing that they were counterfeits and did not work? Amazon sent 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 Riley counterfeit SD cards um, oh my god! Which is why we go to the Amazon mm-hmm. Return Center in the episode. Uh, but we <laughs> basically like we I did some math and I was like, well, the ones they that came with them are four gigabytes. So I just sat there and did math to figure out how long our recordings would be, and I was like, we mm-hmm. can fit it in four gigabytes, and like that was <laughs> yep. yeah, because like we, we did <laughs> we, we each had like these side bags that were big enough to hold the recorders. I had lavs that were attached to us we had a bunch of batteries on us that we didn't even need nothing died we didn't in the in the in the 10 hours um but yeah i mean we did not plan for rain uh but it worked out in Mm -hmm. the end yeah yeah and then (laughs) the question of why joe do you have an answer for that because it sucked not doing it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah otherwise we would have probably gotten bored in the middle of beyblade and then just eventually been like hey we're done with the podcast so i got yeah. i've got a i've got a question from our discord um oh yes caro writes in with a two-part question uh joe and riley how does it feel knowing that you sniped marn and andrew as the first arg on the orange groves network <laughs> amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel pretty indifferent about it <laughs> when because when it happened i was like i was like oh shit oh shit i had no idea um and then my i'm just like well i hope i i hope there is some benefit for your arg to to, to watch ours first well, yeah well, that's to be, to be fair we didn't tell anyone that we were planning no, we to didn't. launch no, i don't think i learned it until extra life and i will say i will say the uh arg that we were going to launch like two weeks later three weeks later would not have been as good as uh bbnb was or as a hypothetical one that we might launch at some point yeah speaking of uh there's a follow-up to that question marn and andrew were there any lessons that you learned from watching slash participating in the bbnb arg that you'd want to carry forward in the hypothetical event that you two were to ever someday run an arg of your own on the orange on the orange groves network uh yes, <laughs> crafting puzzles, <laughs> crafting puzzles around a theme, and uh, actually having a theme. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to let you know if I was to ever play in a game that was run by you two, and if I would ever see a mistake in a cipher, I would feel so fulfilled and happy, validated <laughs> to be like, uh, it doesn't just happen to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Sorry, we didn't talk about my favorite part of the BBB ARG where Andrew messages me and says, "Hey, I think somebody's impersonating you on oh Twitter." Oh my god! <laughs> it took because like no, yeah, people were like because uh, you made the 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 bev or no, it was the red, red by bread, bread yeah. account, which so, is still the the handle for for Biley that has been uh, ceased operation. But yeah, because it was just a perfect copy of yours that you started following a bunch of people. So I and no one I, noticed the typo. I've well, I've I've told the story a couple other places. I don't know that I've told it on this episode on this podcast. Um, but I'm sitting in like I think you I think you might have, but we cut it out. Okay, I'm sitting on um my fiance's grandmother's couch, and I get a notification on my phone that says what I think says Rev Rybread followed you on Twitter, and I have two thoughts. Uh, one of which is oh I thought Riley would have followed me before now that kind of hurts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's because the the God of Memorized Twitter did the exact same thing that Wheels did. Like we, Wheels saw that and retweeted it and said, "What the fuck is this?" But like, <laughs> yeah. not 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 in the sense that they noticed that that it wasn't Riley, but in the sense that they were like, "Riley, why did you unfollow us and refollow us? What happened?" Yeah, and so I open it and it says like, "Yeah, you don't follow them." And I was like, "I definitely follow Riley." And I look at the name and I go, "Oh, this is Rev Bybread." And then I scroll down a bit and I just see that it's retweeted a bunch of stuff that like Riley would have retweeted. And I thought, oh, someone's impersonating Riley. Um, <laughs> and I thought this for two reasons. Uh, one of which is that I've had a friend that dealt with someone impersonating their Twitter account before. And that shit can get scary. Um, and two, someone had made a Twitter account like, three weeks prior called Andrew from Argonauts. Um, that, w- yep. that was an unaffected side effect of us covering, but <laughs> which was y'all's yep. fault. Um, sorry. No, you're good. It was, our, our joke was great. It's the joke. It's your joke was, was great. They, they named themselves that. And I, I understand it, but I was like, Oh, you named yourself after this fake character from uh, BB and B. But the reality is that there is someone who is Andrew from Argonauts, and I need you to not be impersonating me, even if you're in, you're trying to impersonate a fictional character. Um, yeah, it's like the the bit the bit is bad. The Sometimes bit, the mm-hmm. bit's bad. Yeah, um, and they they changed it yeah. quickly, and it was fine. But uh, and then stopped using the Twitter altogether. So yeah, add uh, Okay, I didn't. I, okay, anyways. Um, but then uh. Yeah, so I, I reached out to Riley and I was like, hey, just so you know, someone's uh, someone's trying to impersonate you on Twitter. Um, and Riley was like, oh, really? What'd they say? Uh, and I said, oh, they're like retweeting the Bionicle stuff or the, the Beyblade stuff that you guys are doing. Um, and then Riley said, I don't think I've ever talked about Beyblade. What are you talking about? I was like, I don't know why Riley's doing a bit with me when I'm just trying to help. But at this Andrew point, from yeah, at this point, I'll let it lie because I was like, all right, I'm dealing with Sam's family right now. Like, I'll deal with this later. Whatever. If they want to get impersonated by someone, it's fine. And then two days later, I was like, picture? oh, it's a fucking arg, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Did they use your picture? One of those p- p- tweets that you showed me, like the Andrew Argonauts picture, and then you going. Someone they retweeted did because Andrew from Argonauts is a Beyblade character according to your show. And I go, my show? I don't know shit about Beyblade. Yeah. And then, yeah. 
I think this is what I get for being late to the latest episode of BB&B. I said, latest episode? That show ended. Hold on. <laughs> that, that was that was very fun um, because it kind of just, the, the, the joke reveal where I tell Riley that I've muted them on Twitter <laughs> is so good because it is not a thing prepared. It is just yeah. it is just a real thing that I have done, and I yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, I saw you come up on my Twitter feed again. I just figured you got unmuted and muted you again, and th- you were like, you muted me, and I was like, well, I muted you twice. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. Um. It's just you get into oh, hyperfixation every week, and I don't need to see 20 tweets about Naruto or Sound of the Hedgehog. <laughs> Listen, you're valid. I get There's it. There's a lot of like, people you're... that I love very dearly who I have muted or at least retweets turned off. <laughs> you you have a you have posted an image of a one of a great Rev Bybred interaction. Yes, this is, of, this, is uh... this is four tweets where Riley and I are responding to each other. <laughs> it goes, anyone here know about boats? <laughs> And then Joe goes, can a bud get a B in the chat for some boats? And then I go, B. And then Joe goes, hell yeah, this thing gets I think it. it. I think it's the other way around because I'm pretty sure yeah, this I think... they gets it is a Riley Hopkinsism. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think you're right. I, uh, I was looking through the Twitter to see some of my, my, my the greatest hits. Um, I love all the shit with uh, talking about how candidly Plaquas are evil minion. Um, yes, because so much that so was like so funny. tweeting pictures of the DMs that they send us um, of being like, I want to do evil for you. And it's like, Plaquas is evil. And they were never, like, ever, no one in the group chat ever said, hey, Plaquas, knock it off, or like, kick them out. And Plaquas never did get anything bad. It was just this very funny joke for like, it felt like just for me. <laughs> Where Plaquas would like try and get involved every now and again to be evil and then never did anything and no one ever let them have anything. <laughs> and, they, and they never got like demoralized by it. It was just very funny to watch. I also like <laughs> so Jake's attempts to get Yes, Jake really wanted oh, to be the red Jake star. Oh, Jake is so funny. And we just Jake ended up with Botar, yes. right? Jake yeah. ended up with all of Botar. Yeah. Which is, I th- yeah, I oh. think good end. But um, yep. my other favorite tweet, um, oh, actually, I have two, because there was a chain of us both. This uh, Also, none of these things were, like, ever coordinated by the two of us. Um, no. But there was, a, <laughs> there was a chain of us both tweeting Bed Bath and then something that started with B on the Biley Twitter. Um, and my favorite two, this one, um, this first one is, I know, was voice to text. Uh, but it says Bed Bath and Red Baron Cheese Pizza now only four ninety nine at your local Walmart dealership. Please, please apply now. Send tweet. And that's just my favorite like stream of consciousness. I'm not editing this. I'm just tweeting it. Um, and then my other favorite one was Bed Bath and Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. <laughs> you so. Wanna get lost in bionic call and dream like that's my favorite part about Miley is is just like when we're just going when we had those moments where we're kind of throwing a Miley hissy fit like on Twitter, it's amazing. I love that. But yeah, I think it's I think it's very funny for people to be like, I had no idea that could have been Joe, because like by the nature of the narrative, it seems like I would just not be involved with it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it just at the end of the day, it's like, oh, Biley, that's clearly gonna be Riley. Like, yeah, this is all clearly just happening to Joe. I think 
I think at Extra Life, one of you said that you both had control of the Twitter, and I was surprised then, because I was like, oh, I definitely thought it was Riley, because Biley. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, that, that's, that's certainly where the character came from, but I think, yeah, I think pretty much immediately we both had the login for it. Mm-hmm. It's not Bo. Yeah, I can't. I think there was a. I think there was some questions about if there would ever be a bow, but they never happened. Yeah, we, probably because the name isn't had as funny. But <laughs> I know Botar. Botar had a Discord account for a second, for yes, a moment. I yes, I remember that. It was Botar in like T nine or something, or no, Botar. They had like a long, twisty, like riddle name. Oh um, yeah, and it, it, the acronym was Botar. Yeah, it wasn't like Bandits of the Acoustic Revolution, no. but that is uh, the uh, good band. It still comes up every time I Google Botar. Bummer. But I, I, just, I, I just think that it should only be a Bionicle man. Yeah, what, what sucks is uh, Greg Farshity, the Bionicle lore person who just thumbs up everything, I guess, uh, doesn't... Uh, <laughs> no, we, if, doesn't, if you listen to the episode have a Twitter. I did with Jay, he thumbs down some things. Yeah, well, I need him to thumbs up us. I need our Botar to be canon. It might as well be. It might as well be, because yeah, canon doesn't matter. <laughs> I know that in my heart. <laughs> Add I think I think to the wiki. this was something Riley I'm still going through the Twitter, I apologize. But I think this is a tweet that Riley said to me and I made them tweet. Because it's not even really in character. Uh, but it's just when you say put me in coach and no one is there, you're talking to God and he's going to kill you. <laughs> 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 can you send me that link i gotta retweet that bad boy oh i remember that <laughs> I, yeah I, I think riley said it just to me <laughs> or it was like he said half of it and i said the second line i don't know i'd have to search our dms but uh it, it, i know it's one of the ones where <laughs> um we, uh, it, it was it was it was in the dms first or, or we're, I think that's a voice chat. I think that's oh, like we're be. in a voice chat watching people solve, uh, oh, <laughs> solve <yeah>. puzzles. <laughs> There's a lot of tweets that come out of our exasperation of puzzles not getting solved. Um, if that was in voice the... chat, that was probably Jake probably said, put me in coach. And then you said that to each other. That's, <laughs> that's what possible. I would assume is the origin of this. That this... sounds right. Who c- no, that's back in July, baby. You know what that is? That's the hush cipher. Oh. <laughs> put, put me in, coach. Might be Riley asking to give them more clues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I think that's it. I faced Mata Nui and walked backwards into the Red Star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Marn. <laughs> Do you think that the reason we're so attached to Bowtie as a character name is because of Botar? <laughs> Botar Nebula. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm cutting off your great ARG talk about not this one. That's um, good. No. <laughs> Excuse me. me I'm uncomfortable when we're not talking about me. <laughs> Can- Botar writes Twitter. <laughs> That, I mean, that's, yeah, that's kind of Biley's whole thing. Can anyone remind me uh, how zebra cakes got involved? Because uh, I'm just looking at a picture of a scale where zebra cakes are more valuable than me and Riley. So I made I this remember. image. I made that image. Uh, because basically we were, we were trying to solve something. I don't remember exactly what. 
and we were chatting about something, blah blah blah, whatever. And um, I was like, "Yeah, we gotta like save, we gotta save Joe and Riley. Like, we gotta do this." And they were like, "Someone mentioned zebra cakes," and it was just like, oh, "I'd fuck up some zebra cakes right now." Um, and then someone was like, "We should ask boats, or we should ask uh, Biley for some zebra cakes." And I was like, "Hey, can you do that?" And it, it just I don't know. It came to the point where it was like, I'd save them, but like, if I could get some zebra cakes out of it, I'd do that instead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There there was a lot of moments where people bartered with what would be slightly more valuable than our lives. Yeah, and that's where that image (laughs) came from. I I know that I made this image. I can tell you that much. Because I have... I have... Well, I have zebracakes.jpg saved on my uh, work computer. I use it when I test image files on... uh, Oh my god! At, on our <laughs> software, of Andrew Lord. Yeah, I I saved it for the ARG, oh. and now whenever I need to upload an image, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, zebracakes.jpg. Did that show up right? It sure <laughs> did. Cool. As as we are now in the the part of the art conversation where we're just reading the funny tweets we all yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked about the characterization of Biley. I think they're valuable pieces of lore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, so Marn, what do you think about the story of this one? Yeah, here, let's take off our headphones, Joe. <laughs> no, I want, th- no, I want them I've, to hear this. I've definitely taken off my headphones now. <laughs> Can't hear anything. Hello. It's, it's like a four, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the, I don't know. This one. Can we go this one didn't really on impress one? me. <laughs> It's no every time I fucked up a puzzle. Every time I fucked up a puzzle, I heard Andrew voice like, "So, what do you think of the puzzles of this one?" And I was like, "No, oh god, oh god." I mean, this one was no electronic freedom society. Yeah, we did. We actually deducted a point every time you fucked up a puzzle, Riley. I'm sorry. How how long till that comes back around? (laughs) Yeah, are you allowed to do an episode on your own ARG? I I have already pitched. Please let me host this yeah, episode, episode I, of Argonauts. I kind of want to do an episode where somebody else interviews us when we inevitably finish or burn out. <laughs> oh, that was we'll, an, see what, we'll see what happens that, first. That was another thing I wanted to say about the the Bed Bath ARG is when we did the Bed Bath and Bed Bath and Bionicle episode, the cycle one. Uh huh. Um, and there was that big puzzle for people to solve. I was. So I would I would have been very satisfied with people never solving it and that just being a very bleak ending. Um, and I remember there was a moment where we pitched that episode just comes out weekly. Yes, that same episode. Oh dang, unchanged. We considered doing that. And I think the reason we didn't is because I didn't want to do it forever if it genuinely didn't get solved. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like yeah, because the way it, it like fades out with this dial tone, I'm just like that's. And like some, and like I think Wheels is like, oh yeah, I heard that last episode; it was good. And I was like, oh, that wasn't the last episode, but God, if it was, that's a very different ending. Yeah, it's just like so bleak of this like, and they looped on forever. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew and I kind of pushed for it to get solved because we were impatient to do this episode. Yeah. I'm gonna be real. Martin I mean, wanted a couple. Martin wanted a week off. <laughs> Listen, whatever whatever had to happen happened. We're here. We came out the other side and we're more powerful for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I I would give this ARG a 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's like an 8. No, this is great. I loved it. 
<laughs> You're valid. You don't have to blow yeah, steam. I'm here for the grade. Give it the score you would if we if you did not know us and we were not in the room with no, you. Ge- genuinely, if I play yeah, an ge- ARG through to the end, it's a ten. Like there's no I oh, I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. I can't be objective about it in the same way that I can about a one that I'm hearing about. Like this was a load of fun. I loved being in it. The the secret about ARGs is that they're all tens because they're fun to play and be involved in. But you just lose that magic as time goes away from them. But now the magic's still there. I loved it, and I love my friends. This was great. I don't know that every ARG is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done enough of them, but it still that still sounds fake to me. (laughs) All ARG sequences. (laughs) If it has puzzles, it's a thought. If she breathes, (laughs) she's a rot. God, she's a rot. So much funnier than me. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking does I know. It again. Fuck this motherfucker. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we made him scoop them on the ARG, but Andrew scoops me up being funny every fucking day. <laughs> That's a good note to end on. Uh, did y'all have any recommendations? <laughs> no, like. <laughs> Do you guys want to rate your own ARG? Uh, yeah, I, I wait, think, what, what was the... This po- I mean, what's this criteria? I already s- Are we doing plot yeah. first? I don't know. Plot, plot, I don't this podcast. plot, I give... Plot, I give us a nine. It's pl- I think, I think, plot, puzzles, replayability, and we added fun recently. Plot, I give us a nine. I think that Joe pushing us, like, to have, like, a stringent fucking, like, plot and like cohesion is incredibly helpful and i love yeah you know what fuck it i'll say 10 i'll also say I'll 10 i'll be you all I, made... I, it's... you all revolutionized the genre by making an arg with a theme yeah <laughs> i have i have it's so hard for me to believe that no one's fucking done that before yeah i would i would argue that some args definitely have themes Marn, name one from an episode we've covered oh from an episode that we've covered like, i was gonna name a different arg <laughs> We've done this a year now, Marn. <laughs> Tell me one that meant anything other than puzzles are neat. Wait, hang on. I gotta look at our website because I'm gonna be real. Puzzles I don't remember everything that we've covered. It's been a long time <laughs> since I listened to the spectacular organic one, but I can't. Maybe I was just projecting oh, yeah, spectac- an idea that they didn't actually tell. Spectacular, spectacular organic theme is wouldn't juice theme. be dope if it made you Jesus? <laughs> I, I I I think I read more into like some sort of like. Uh, anti, this is where capitalist will in, like capitalism will end up with certain products vibe. I would argue that Bear Stearns Bravo has a theme. It's by Bear Stearns Bravo <laughs> Second Impact. <laughs> I I to to quote Wheels regarding a different piece of media. I it, to me it feels like Bear Stearns Bravo rejects interpretation. Um, <laughs> a little a little bit. <laughs> But I, I, I only know it from uh, Extra Life and some things that Wheels has said to me. Um, seems fun, if nothing else, yeah. regardless of whether or not it means anything. Um, I would say Story 9 uh, for BB&B just, um, like, I think, if, I think if we had intended from the start um, to do it, uh, I, th- I think we, like, 9 is, like, the best we could have done with the, the tools at our, our disposal. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, just some, like, as we were figuring it out in the first few seals, I think it just, like, super nailed the landing, but I'm, I don't know, the, the, the buildup could have been ever so slightly better if this wasn't us figuring it out for the very first time in media res. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with what we did, though, so. 
fucking same. It checks next out to is, me. Next is puzzles. Right? Next is puzzles. Yes. Next is puzzles. Puzzles, I'm giving us an eight because of all the fucking errors. <laughs> like, and like the, we didn't have them planned out as far in advance as I think we probably could have. So I am giving, I'm giving an eight. I feel like I completely agree with the words you're saying, but I still would score lower. <laughs> like maybe it's just, maybe yeah, it's just a harsher grade where I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that landed and there's a lot of things we messed up. It's like a six and a half, seven. Mm-hmm. You're valid. I I I'll, I agree with you that I think that like we were we were middling in puzzles. But I I just, for me like the thing that puts it over the halfway mark is when it landed conceptually. It just landed really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would like, agree. I, with I, that. I, I love the I love the back half of of the puzzles so much, even with like the tiny little typos that made it complicated. Yeah, I think I agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now, yeah, neither of you said numbers. I'm, I'm actually. <laughs> I, I'm, I just, yeah, I'm. Just... I'm closer to Riley on numbering. I'd give it an eight. I think that concepts and ideas yeah. outweigh technical execution. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm probably around an eight as well. Replayability, I give a five. That's where I'm starting. I think that like the the narrative holds up and that will keep it consistent for people listening to the episode, listening to through the podcast. I think the Twitter is still there, which is great. The, but the tweets are so there, much. Um, I, I almost want to say lower than five, just because so much of it was the conversations with Botar yeah. and Bailey, and there was stuff that we hid in the reviews section of the website that mm-hmm. did not really get that isn't archived there anymore. Um, if 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 like if we had a if there was a Twitter bot like there is for Homestuck that was Bed Bath and Bionicle a day like that does like <laughs> retweets Bed Bath and Bionicle as if it was happening right then from a fake Biley account like then I would up it but yeah five or f- five I agree with lower though I feel that for replayability yeah I think I think the fact that the uh, the episodes were such a big part of the story we were telling and like those are there. Um, and a lot of the story does get explained in one way or another through the episodes. I think five's pretty solid for the the puzzles or bionicle pieces you can no longer receive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I'm with you. I'm tempted to go slightly higher just because of the episodes being a thing that you can revisit, which is not the case for a lot of ARGs. Like we've talked about this before like a lot of ARGs are kind of purely ephemeral like you had to be there in the moment to experience it but I think that the episode still existing is kind of a special thing so I'd be tempted to give it like a six or a seven yeah I think that I'm I'm with Marn on that one like you have a good 20 some episodes worth of podcast on the end of that and if feel free to say that the 10 hour one is worth multiple episodes um <laughs> they, we, i think we considered separating it and or I th- maybe someone asked us to because it was too big for for patreon when we had a patreon uh-huh mm-hmm. i i think that it's i don't know the fact that there's like a record of things happening and just like as time progresses here's where we were mentally and like in the state i think that that me that that itself is infinitely more than a lot of args get so I'm willing to give a higher number because of the fact that there's a feed. And when that when that uh 
whenever you guys let that uh, that feed expire, then I'm going to start docking you. But for now, you're good. Cool. Yeah, it's good to know. I think, um, like, honestly... Yeah, I'll revisit this episode. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you'll edit it and and re-upload it and no one will know. Um, I I think doing the ARG with, like, this show and, and, like, knowing you both, um, I, I, like, that was a thing that I think we considered. Like, that was a reason I I think we wanted to Mm -hmm. include some information in the episode so that way they were understandable even if you weren't in the Discord yesterday. Um, but I do like that, like, a lot of things stayed in the Discord, the Chalice Dungeon chats. Um, I, you know, I very much wanted to always save those in the Discord. I didn't want to delete it when it was over. Um, and I love how in that Discord chat, like, all of those DMs and conversations, uh, there's, like, screenshots and links to almost everything that was important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, that, that, uh, that Discord... Uh, channel in the Orange Groves Discord server is great. I know some people started to put stuff on a wiki. I don't know if that's a continued effort, if it was just a thing to kill time between episodes. Um, but I, I, the fact that people started to make a wiki for ARG is like weirdly humbling. <laughs> Marn pushed people to do stuff before this episode came out, but I don't know how effective that was. Yeah, I don't know if anybody actually <laughs> did like, anything. For the love of God, record things for me. <laughs> It's 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 less exciting when it's over. I'll I'll be fair. So, yeah, which which that. sounds a little bit spoiled, but like for the love of God, people, please document your ergies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that that that's why I think this show is such an important thing to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Argonauts itself, most innovative podcast, twenty nineteen. Scientifically sure. untrue. I proven when, wrong. Uh, yeah, as soon as I, like, met Marn and listened to, like, one episode, I was like, can you join my network? I think your show's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean Andrew's like, I don't know. That Joe fell. Seems to be <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, thank God people are uh, out there documenting the Argonauts ARG, because Andrew and I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I try to do a fucking... Uh, Joe, I, you're, you haven't... Uh, join the bone eater too much but no, like i have I, been I, I think like the doing the concept is uh, hilarious but i just don't know how much time i have <laughs> i've been doing audio logs at the end whenever like we make it far enough i go and like i will record like here's a a fucking minute here's everything that we've done where we are like mini fucking argonauts episodes so cool. littered throughout to give people little hands to be like here we are we can do this. Everyone stay together. It's awesome. Riley's... Like, thank you. For real, though, like, thank you so much, Riley. Yeah, Riley's <laughs> better at this so than we fun. are. I hate it. Yeah, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew and I make a new Google Doc for every single puzzle. <laughs> I, I, I've I been posting all yeah, of my puzzle Google Docs here. I just put on the soundtrack for L.A. Noir and I read it in a fucking detective voice. Oh, it's God. so good. I was wondering what that background music you were using was. L.A. Noir menu music. Enter. God. I have yeah, this... We want, uh... we... Oh, go we ahead. wanted to put royalty-free music under Botar's final message, but nothing sounded remotely organic enough. So I just used like some weird static hum, so it sounded like yep. not silent. Hell yeah! Also, qu- quick shout out to to fucking Matt Lee, Nice Wizard Music, oh, yeah. for uh, composing most of the fucking music for the Bed Path B A R G. Our original n- 
like not Bionicle uh, Heroes theme, our Bed Bath and Beyblade theme, doing the Bed Bath and Bee edit, the po- the game show music, and the original Bed Bath and Bye Bye music that is like the sad song that plays. Like I I think that all five. I of think those. that my favorite part of the ARG might have been. Uh, when I was wandering around Kroger one day, listening to the first, like, the first episode that was definitively in an ARG, and I was listening to it, and I go, wait a minute, the music in the background isn't Bed Bath Beyblade anymore, this is just Bed Bath Bed Bath Bed Bath, oh shit, it's eating its own tail. That was the moment that I was like, I'm in. Like, quick, <laughs> quick sidebar. You listen to podcasts at the grocery store? Yeah, I throw in headphones. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why, have you do you not listen to whatever, podcasts? What, and, like, do you do you are you comfortable alone with your own thoughts? What the fuck? I just no. Dis- I just dissociate at the grocery store. <laughs> that's all. That's also valid. <laughs> I I like I like I put in my, when I'm there and I'm not with my wife. I plug in my headphones and I'm just like cutting around people, like picking up my cart and like turning it sideways to carry it through like i am like a different human because i'm just plugged into I, the, the grocery store I podcast like you, i feel like you've opened my eyes to something riley do, I, you, do I, you tilt I, your cart onto two <laughs> wheels and then tokyo drift around things um i'll do that to, uh, chicago grocery stores too, too busy what i instead do is like get to a section turn the entire cart sideways then pick it up and then turn my body yeah. and what? sideways walk through like a small amount of people and then put it back down again and turn it straight Damn. like i completely understand it is like, what riley is describing just like shouldering through people because it's a fucking mess no matter when you go is this the is this the grocery store with an open bar in it yep this is mariano's yep 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 I love chicago beautiful city I <laughs> Oh, uh what would you rate BB and Beyond Fun as we've started Ten. doing? Slap a ton on that motherfucker. Uh gimme give gimme the beat boys, free my soul. Um <laughs> I it was very fun to do. Like I think the the good moments certainly outweigh the, the stressful ones. Um I mm-hmm. eight, eight and a half probably for but that, that's me making it. I don't know if that the the scaling isn't really for <laughs> this side of the equation (laughs) yeah it was like an eight until y'all released a 10 hour podcast that's a 10 like you all crushed it you did fun (laughs) shit you did interesting things that were legitimately fun and interesting in the realm of args that's solid like good work so glad that 10 hour episode landed well there's there's definitely a universe where everyone was like fuck this (laughs) (laughs) oh if it were less likable God. people, maybe. But it worked. <laughs> Thank you, I think. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, when y'all referenced it before, do we want to get into recommendations? Let's let's do it. Let's fucking stretch our leggies and get back into the recom- the recommendations. So uh, I'll go from the top of the list. Riley, what's your recommendation this week? So I know what my current hyperfixation is, and I I get it, and I'm not gonna like sit here and tell you to like that all Sonic is perfect, um, <laughs> but I'll tell you that your local library probably has an online comic section. You like you can probably with your library card access your your library's comics in PDFs online and read them. I did this recently for every IDW Sonic. 
So five trade paperbacks I read for free because I have a Chicago library card. That rules. It was on a website called Hoopla, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if it's the same one everywhere. I use Hoopla, but like, great. yeah, it rules. You there's audiobooks, there's actual mm-hmm. books, there's so much like digital stuff that you can use. Everyone for, have from your library. Uh, yeah, Ra- get a library card. Riley, can I tell you a secret? Yeah, you can request that your library order more comics, and then more comics will show up. Mm-hmm. Oh well. That's intriguing. Yeah, can I, I ask them I'm, to order the Star Wars audio books? To get all of Bong Joon Ho's movies that are on Blu-ray. Yeah, you you can request <laughs> that your library order like anything. <laughs> I'm gonna might fuck around and do that, but um, I recently read the IDW Sonic comics, and um, they are really enjoyable. Like they're not as like tight as like something like Shattered Grid for Power Rangers, but they are like they are very very enjoyable in the way that I can find Sonic often is, where it's like funny but also like weirdly taking itself a little too seriously in like weird emotional beats there is the fifth trade is uh dr uh dr robotnik has made a virus that infects people and turns them into robots and if they touch other people then they slowly turn into robots and they call them zombots um and they're zombie robots whatever (laughs) and like there's like a way too intense like section of them trying to escape from a city (laughs) and like like they're like trying to get survivors out and someone goes oh that one is infected and like vector the crocodile traps them in with a bunch of cars and says we can't come back for them we're leaving them i'm sorry and it's like hey this is a sonic comic what are you doing (laughs) why is this going so hard (laughs) and like i it's really cool and i liked it a lot and it's introducing me to a lot of side sonic characters that i didn't know i would love so the idw sonic comics also your local library they they recently started and a library card yeah that's 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 that's, that should be the recommendation every episode is a library card (laughs) that's Uh, been absolutely vital to me watching as many movies as i watch uh i went to the library today before recording i work at a library hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah i uh didn't need to make as much money as i need now i would probably work at one just because i like it there (laughs) i owe too much money to libraries to step foot in any (laughs) (laughs) joe what's your recommendation this week uh i'm gonna recommend a movie i watched before recording this um which i really only watched because i didn't have a full two hours so i had to pick something that was an hour and a half um but i watched on netflix uh miss americana the taylor swift documentary um i'm not a taylor swift Hmm. fan it's a good fucking documentary uh it's it's yeah it's a tight 85 minutes i think um i think it kind of is on part like kind of related to they the first half anyway i think is on like related to the conversation of all the b&b stuff we had today because so much of it grapples with how she exclusively cared about people liking her and then someone didn't in 2009 and her entire world fucking crumbled and she became a much worse person for it um and i i like that uh is that and Kanye? Then, yes, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, the, the entire world turned on her after that. And uh, there's a part where she's like, um, she was like, all I know is that I was standing on stage and everyone was booing. I didn't know why, but it, I, I felt it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Because um, 
she had a, and like her entire career and image had to pivot after that. Um, but yeah, I think um, I, I think the the second half is really about how like she tries to have like a political voice, even though she has like the the stardom and situations and conditioned her to never speak on politics. And in the end, it kind of ends with her doing not a lot for a person as wealthy as she is like that ends like i wish the documentary was a little more uh like grappling with that because um i i feel like there is a reading of it where it depicts how neoliberal she is but i feel like um i just i just feel like the direction of it could have been more pointed of her like i made a tweet about how um this senator is bad and then i tapped my friend's wine glass and said to the revolution like that's it's a little on the <laughs> nose but um it's it's like i i think that the documentary could have been more pointed about the the toothlessness of her her actions but um like if i was if i was centrist i, I would give it five out of five stars um but but for but for what it is um <laughs> i think it's really strong brendan yuri sneaks his way in and i didn't hate it that's good is that panic um, yeah the panic boy okay. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some like just some good like candidness of just like yeah, there's just like uh like the first half depicts her as like the loneliest person, even though like she's the she is the icon of pop music. She's got the squad. Country music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like I all I cared about was getting this Grammy, and then I had literally no one to share it with, and I'm like, oh, hmm, okay, <laughs> maybe I too should not live for the validation of others and what I create. <laughs> anyway, it's got 85 minutes to kill on Netflix. I think it's pretty solid. Hell yeah. Marin, what you got for us this week? Uh, so I am very slowly reading my way through all of the books that I got for Hanukkah because every year I make a list of books or I tell my friends like, hey, get me a, like a book that you think that I would enjoy. Uh, and that kind of becomes my reading list for the rest of the year. Uh, so my recommendation for this week is a book that I read all in one day yesterday. Uh, it is The Supernatural Enhancements by Edgar Contero. Uh, And it is a gothic horror story set in 1995 uh, about a young man and his bodyguard who is a um, like a teenage punk girl who is mute. Uh, And this young man inherits his second cousin's uh, supposedly haunted house. Uh, And they go to this haunted house and they find out that his second cousin was in charge of this uh, secret society Uh, that is supposed to be meeting in like several months and nobody in the society uh, is contactable or knows that this guy is dead. So they have to kind of go through his second cousin's documents and figure out like what the secret society is about, what the meeting is supposed to be for and like how they're supposed to be preparing. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's got a lot of like cool ciphers and stuff in it that I wasn't necessarily expecting like I thought it was just gonna be like a a horror straight up horror novel Hmm. um and the whole thing is told through like found documents so a lot of it is like security camera feeds from the house or like characters diaries or letters they write to each other and I really enjoyed it it felt to me a little bit like house of leaves but slightly less pretentious i guess i really like house of leaves but like it's a little it's very up its own ass <laughs> yeah um i really enjoyed it it's a really quick read it's only about 300 pages uh 
Go check it out. I really like Edgar Contero's work. Uh, I like Meddling Kids is another one of his. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's what I'm reading yeah, Andrew, for you... your show. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's just his take on Scooby-Doo, except they're all adults and one of them is a ghost. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm in. <laughs> what was what was the name of this one? The Supernatural what? Uh, the Supernatural Enhancement. Hell, yeah. That sounds cool. It's good. You should read it. Oh, yeah. Um, my recommendation for this week is a different kind of art. Um, I assure you I'm not doing a bit, uh, but my recommendation this week is Blueberry Acai Diet Coke. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, you're right. They, uh, I, I assure you this isn't some anti-Pepsi bit. I, uh, I'm a sucker for new flavors of uh, soft drinks. And Diet Pepsi's been on a tear putting out new flavors lately, and this one rips. Uh, Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke? Did I say Diet Pepsi? I meant Diet Coke. You did. It's on the mind. Diet Coke, Blueberry Acai is surprisingly good. It is, uh, it's got that good flavor to it. Um, it is close to, it's as close to being, like, it's almost too syrupy or flavored but not quite it's just close enough that like it's very good i don't know how to describe it how does it stand Uh, up how does it stand up to ginger lime um i liked ginger lime um i didn't like ginger lime as much as i liked the cherry and i like this one more than i like the cherry one Hmm, interesting ginger lime is literally my favorite so ginger lime was pretty good but Mm -hmm. this one tops it for me okay all right I don't even like Diet Coke, and this stuff's good. So, that's my recommendation tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. We're, we did it. Also, go see Parasite. It's a good fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four-time Academy if, Award winning movie. Yeah, if they if they nominated the actors, it would have gotten more. So. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Parasite's good. Parasite. Parasite is good. All right. I think uh, that's going to do it for us. Um, I realize I need to go back into hosting mode. Uh, Riley and Joe, do you guys want to go down and tell us where people can find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter. If you, uh, hi, I'm Riley. If you haven't picked that up again, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Rybread. That's Rev like Reverend Rybread like Rye. Arg's baby bread. <laughs> um, I do I do some other shows. I do a restrained amount of other shows at this point. I'm on Cape Lorelei and Urban Shadows actual play podcast. If not us, then who? Which is on this network, which is a Power Rangers inspired Power Rangers inspired actual play podcast playing a game with the same name. And I'm on uh uh I'm on if uh, yeah never believe it, which is a Naruto D Watch podcast, which you can find by going to NarutoHead.band. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good URL. My games are at linksmithgames.com. It's a good URL. <laughs> Joe, where can we find you? Uh, I am on uh, all the social media that I use at Ghost of Joe. Ghost of J-O is how it's spelled. Uh, I make a couple other podcasts on this network. I also run the network. Um, so I would just say go to theorangegroves.com and pick out something uh my boy andrew here has been on uh my one piece show we are watching op 
um, which uh, was was a, was a blast. The I was trying to think how many times you've been on it, but I think once on the normal show and then once in the Patreon feed. And then once um, on We Are Fighting Dreamers. Yes, that was a thing that I, we finally released um, <laughs> after Extra Life. Um, and uh, if you if you want to hear more of Riley and I specifically, we, we were both on both seasons of Interstitial, an actual play mm-hmm. podcast uh, inspired by Kingdom Hearts and crossovers. Um we kind of referenced it uh, as as being a foundational base for our storytelling in in this ARG. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we we used a bracket to find the best song in Guitar Hero on a show called Two Ninety Four Note Streak. That's just a good show. You should listen to Two Ninety Four. When is yeah, that one going to turn into an ARG? Never. It's over for <laughs> um, that one. Is dead. It's dead in the water. We did absolutely it. Absolutely dead. There's 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 a lot of jokes on it about how like Bed Bath's definitely over by. By now, you uh, know it ended first. Um, but uh, but yeah. Also, I'll plug uh, if you support the Orange Groves on Patreon. Uh, there's there's two tiers, um, and the two dollar tier gets you audio cut from uh, all the shows across the network, um, or at least all the ones that have stuff uploaded. Uh, but there is a huge compilation for the Bed Bath ARG. Uh, going up the same day as this episode, it released the same day as this episode in the public feed. So if you're a patron to the to Argonauts, you might have to wait like two days or something. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's like an hour or something, and then you were just mentioning about maybe adding something onto it. Um, I don't know if that will happen. Uh, but but yeah, also um, Andrew, feel free to cut this out, but I think by now we should probably plug the stream we're going to do by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, we should. This is When's this coming out next Thursday? 27th, yeah, so that's like a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that'll be, yeah, We're when are, when's the stream, the 7th? Yes, uh, so March 7th, um, it's a Saturday, uh, I think around like 10 a.m. Eastern is when we're planning to start. That sounds good. Uh, but we are you say that like we haven't already agreed um we andrew and i are going to be streaming at twitch.tv slash the orange groves for charity yeah we are going to be raising money for trans lifeline uh together uh by playing undertale and this will be andrew's first time playing the game and i will be there in case he loses to a boss five times yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago I said that it would take a lot to get me to play Undertale in the year of our Lord 2020, uh, and lo and behold, I found a reason to do it. So uh, come check out charity. our stream. Yeah, charity. Uh, come check out the stream. Uh, come donate some money to a really great cause, and uh, come watch me experience everyone's favorite game of the decade, uh, Kicking and Screaming. voted for by GameFAQs. Yeah. Oh, I love Undertale. I'm so excited. I'll probably replay it before we stream, honestly. Um, I won't. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> good. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash theorangegroves, uh, raising money for Trans Lifeline. We will probably have some other hosts uh, from the Orange Groves or otherwise uh, calling in on Discord to join us for bits and pieces. I know this whole time we've been talking to Logan Jenkins about uh, coming in with their great Sans voice. So... Um, <laughs> Yes, yes, forward yes. To it. Um, but yeah, I think I've been talking long enough, so I will return the plugging space to y'all. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Marn, do you want to tell people where they can find you? I know we don't normally do that. Uh, <laughs> 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 you, 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Corp Survivors. And uh, recently, I was a guest host on Patreon exclusive podcast Theopets, where oh, my yeah. good friend Theo plays <laughs> Theopets games. Uh, we played Hannah in the Pirate Caves for three hours, and it changed us as people. <laughs> That's uh, it. It. It's the it's kind of the emotional journey of the ten hour BBB episode, but three. condensed into three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real treat. Uh, that's at the ten dollar level, along with all of the uh, early episodes of Champs in the Making, which there was just a new one with a wrestler on it. I think. Oh yeah. Not Chris Hutton. Yeah, yeah, Zicky. Chris, Chris not, was yeah. there. Yeah, but Chris that's not who we're it. talking about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is this is another. Another wrestler, uh, Chris's friend Zicky, who is a wrestler, musician, magician, uh, amongst other things. On uh, on, uh, I can't remember the the show that he's on, but he's on a show. Right. Hell yeah! Um, you can also find our new intern Alice at Redesign Your Logo on Twitter. Uh, your is Y R. Mm-hmm. Alice is very nice. <laughs> I trust them explicitly. <laughs> Alice is great. She's going to be editing this. So uh, thank God yeah, I don't have cool. to because there's four audio tracks. Um, yep. yep. Uh, if you want to find me, uh, Mark, <laughs> is that all for you? Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, if you want to find me, you can do that. Uh, I'm on Twitter at AC Sherman writes. Um, you can also find me uh, again on that stream, uh, or you can find the show itself at Argonauts podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in supporting the show, you can do so by uh, either going to patreon.com, P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com, or patreon.com slash the Argonauts podcast. Um, or uh, one of the best ways you can help us out is if you leave us a review on iTunes or whatever your podcasting app of choices. Uh, doing that helps us get noticed above Greek mythology recap podcasts. Um other than that, I think uh, you can also reach out uh, via email if you email us at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Um, this one's a weird episode for us, so I'm really interested in hearing people's feedback. Um, I want to get more audio histories of ARGs on the show if we can, uh, and I'd love to hear your all's opinions on how this worked and what we can do to improve in the future for those. Um, so yeah, reach out and let us know via email. But I think that's going to do it for us. Until next time, that's ARGs, baby. Long live Botar. <laughs> Long live Botar. Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks? We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! <laughs> Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music.